0: This is Aaron Plessinger, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
1: What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: Alright, we are back. Dark Side here. Moto X Pod Show, episode 213. Going to have some fun tonight. Got Scotty T in studio. Tyler Sutterth was supposed to make it in, but he got uh, hung up at work. He was going to be a special guest tonight. Uh, if you guys remember, Tyler was on a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I don't. Um, but tonight, 213, we've got Brandon Hartraff back at Twisted T, Hep Suzuki. We've got Derek Dwyer. He was a mechanic for J Mart for years at Geico, then over at Star. He's now at Gas Gas. He's going to come on and talk about that. Jay Reynolds is going to come on talk about the Hoosier Arena Cross. I know you guys heard some of the stuff last week on Pulp Mex, but uh, he's been on our show for years. We're going to get him on, maybe get a little more information out of him. And then we added uh, Checkers from Race Tech. He's got some breaking news that. At least Scotty and I are really excited about. I think you guys will be too. Before we get into all that, I want to thank our title sponsor, Cherbies USA. You guys know for decades, that Cherbies has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. And Cherbies has what you need, whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, handguards, chain guides, and sli- chain guides and sliders, or anything else they offer. Visit at cherbiesusa.com. And support our title sponsor. Follow them on Instagram and let them know that you're listening to the show. Also on board, Fly Racing is back. X-Brand Goggles, of course. Our newest sponsor for 2022, Works Connection. Got some parts in. Thanks to Eric. made a little order. I don't know if... How's the how's showing up on the camera, Scott? Can you see it? Uh, it's got a glare on it. Tilt it down a little bit. There you uh, go. But he, he did me a custom... You can go closer. Oh, okay. Uh, he did a, a custom... Uh... Damn it, what's the word I'm looking for? Brick Master Cylinder Cover with the Moto X-Pod Show logo in it. I don't know if that showed up on camera or not. But it kind of did, it,
3: but for but those yeah. of you who can't quite see it, There's it's... pictures on it's, the
2: Instagram, so thanks to Eric Phipps for that. I, I made an order for the Blue Crew that I don't have yet, but you know soon enough. Torque One Racing is back with us in 22. Of course, our jerky, the Wageman Brothers jerky company. Go hit them up. Use promo code MOTOXPOD21 to save sperm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motorworks, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricants, all on board for 2022 and hopefully beyond. Working on a couple more sponsors for 22 Scotty. We got to keep this show going. Let's do it. How you feel about being in the studio tonight?
3: Oh, man I feel good. We got our, we already got some people chiming in, so hopefully we have a good show ahead of us. And uh yeah, yeah. I'm excited Decided to go.
2: Yeah, I just got a text from one of our listeners, Garrett Rockley. He says video is clear and sound is perfect. I messed with it a little bit before the show, so hopefully, with all the upgrades and updates to the software, we're good to go on that.
3: Yeah, and just uh, so just so everybody knows, the the new format that we're using to broadcast our YouTube, for some reason, it will not let me chat on live with as underneath the Moto X Pod show. So yeah. uh, under my name, Scott Thompson. That so you that'll be talking to the the show so what you normally last
2: week if you want open the browser and just open it then it goes it kind of goes behind it throws me off oh yeah yeah because it's like a minute behind yeah Yeah. so
3: i'm just going to keep it this way but just know that if you see my name that is the show
2: right on cool cool uh last week we had a couple contests we did one for our patreon supporters so i want to remind you guys patreon.com it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n it's a website you can go to if you don't know what patreon is most of you probably do you can go on there you can follow the show and you could you know Basically, you can donate or whatever, what a dollar amount, any dollar amount you want pretty much, $5, $10, $100 per month. We take that money, and we use it for upgrading the cameras and going to the races and all that good stuff. So we get, we're get we doing a giveaway to give back uh, a Fly Racing hoodie, and Brandon Meeks was the random draw. took all the emails or the, the, the responses on Patreon, and Brandon Meeks, you're the winner of the Fly hoodie. I'll hit you up. We'll get that figured out. And last week... Scotty, I played this drop at the opening of the show.
4: I hate school. I'm the only one in my family who doesn't like books. I want to ride motocross. They will call me Mr. Moto Cross. just let me go home.
2: (laughs) And I asked if anybody could, the first person that could tell me where that drop came from, I was going to get them... Something. I still haven't figured out exactly what we're gonna get, but the winner was Andrew Malberg. I hope I said that right. He emailed us at MotoXPodShow at gmail That drop is from an animated series on Netflix that Bill Burr does called F is for Family.
3: Oh, is is that really what it's from?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's that, 70s, I like Bill Burr. Seventies. It's like yeah. old like just it's 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 raw, man. If you're one of these woke people or whatever the term is it's offended by fucking everything <laughs> don't watch f's for uh, Family. I,
3: I know i've i've followed i've seen all bill burr stand up yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of my favorite man. comedians yeah he's hilarious he
2: is so funny but the show cracks me up and yeah that i actually saw that piece of footage where that audio came from for the very first time when i was in the hotel at lakewood at the very first race we i ever covered as media i was sitting in the hotel room 2017 watching that series and that came on and it. I was like, oh, crap, motocross reference. Thought it was funny. The show's yeah. funny,
3: period. Yeah, that is funny. That's so, awesome. Anyway,
2: that's what, Anyway, congratulations to Andrew Malberg. I'm going to get you hooked up. Uh, maybe something at Cheruby's or maybe some X-Brand goggles. I will email you back. We'll figure that out. Uh, another topic I want to touch on last week, we talked about the show length, right? Should mm-hmm. it be an hour? TJ says an hour, hour 15. There's no way. Or, like, you know, and his, he's not here. He hasn't been here in a while. He's working. He's out of town. But... <laughs> Um, he said he just
3: said he's offended by yeah, your face.
2: His well, I'm offended that he's not here.
3: Ooh, so, shots. His by.
2: reasoning is not like ridiculous, like most of his thoughts are. It's that, you know, leave them wanting more. You listen to an hour podcast and it's over and you're like, Well, I want more. Makes you want to come back for more. It's not bad reasoning, but I received probably close to a hundred emails, DMs for on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. How many, how many of, let's say it was 100, how many do you think agreed with him? What would you think that, the, uh, give me a percent pie or an average? I would have said,
3: I would have said probably like 85%.
2: Agree with TJ?
3: No, 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 agree with the oh. show being longer. Oh, okay, okay. 15% so agree 15% with TJ. 15%
2: agree with TJ. Yeah. Well, you're about 15% too high.
3: Yeah. I got zero,
2: <laughs> zero response that agreed with TJ. Uh, so, so
3: are you going to play the drop?
2: Uh, the idiot drop. Yeah. Oh, good, good call. There. Good call. Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. <laughs> so sorry, TJ. But once again, like your thoughts on Wendy's and paying too much for steaks and pretty much everything else you think about, you're wrong. It's been proven. I mean, that's like science. Isn't that science? Would that be science, Scott? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's science. Yeah. Science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> So, anyway, that's uh, that's what we got so far as giveaways. Uh, we're gonna do some other stuff pretty soon. What do you think about? Uh, let's see, gas, gas. I want, to, I want. To, we're talking to Derek Dwyer tonight. Yep, he's a gas, 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 gas. Is sticking with one four hundred and fifty guy, Justin Barsha. I kind of feel like that's a little like a second year. I thought I really thought they'd get somebody else. Like, let's you know, one guy. Even if he wants to be the only guy. I feel like they need a, a bigger push, more guys on the four hundred and fifty class. I just think that's. Strange,
3: do I mean maybe it's not it's it's not quite there,
2: budget wise, or
3: I mean I, you say that we can say that, but then KTM it's all under is KTM, yeah. So. I mean the, you got to think that they have the budget because they're yeah. you know they supreme in the industry right now as far as sales go. What, what do you but, think
2: it is? Because I, I I find it hard to believe they're only doing that because I, I know Justin wanted to be the focus.
3: I have I really have no idea why they would right. do that, but. I will say that I do like Barsha as the sole Gas Gas guy. I think if anybody, if they were gonna do a one person spot for the way that that brand is, is trying to be promoted and how they're trying to approach their market, I think Barsha is the best guy for that brand. So maybe they're trying to do that one more year, yeah. see if think maybe he can get a little more consistent, and then you know maybe move to more people after that. But um, I, I I think he's I think he is a, the Gas Gas is like the best fit he's ever had. So. Yeah.
2: I wanted to talk about that a little bit more, but we just got a text from TJ who wants us to call him for two minutes. We've only got like three minutes before we're supposed to get Brandon on. Do we call him? Call him. we give him a chance to defend a stupid
3: opinion? Oh, you know he's going to come in hot with something stupid. So
5: Two minutes, TJ. (laughs) Yellow. You got two minutes. Two minutes. All right, listen. Here's the thing. That's two minutes too long. I got to go. We got... Thousands of th- people have listened to the show, and you only got like eighty emails or eighty messages from people at the most. It wasn't even that much. I know you're. It's a standard it's, sample size. But hold on. What I'm saying is, is the reason the call out you put to everybody who is like, we need it longer, we need it longer, that was at the end of the show for the people who actually listen to the end. Most people drop out before the end. <laughs> you're ridiculous. That is not true. The YouTube <laughs> listeners are always the same but the youtube <laughs> listeners are different those are like are dedicated people i'm just throwing it out there there's my spiel my spiel is is sooner a, a shorter show means people can listen to it on the way to work they don't have to take a some, significant chunk of their day and then that way like i said you leave them wanting more
2: but most of the responses these guys are like this is all what I do during my day yeah. while I'm at work. I is want listening more. to podcasts. Yes. I need more. Yeah, that's how I so feel because I listen to podcasts. This is now the beginning of the show, so we can we can prove you wrong again. And we'll get if you guys respond. If you didn't respond last week or two weeks ago, respond this time. MotoXPodShow at Gmail and let me know again what you guys think about TJ. Let's see if we get one single cool. person that agrees.
5: And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that like an hour, hour and a half, uh, it, that's whatever. But when you get to like two hours, people talking about wanting to push it to three, that's on the ridiculous side. But yet,
2: Pulp MX is the most listened to podcast in Modo, and he does five hours.
5: Okay, but that's a completely different – that's like a variety show. True. That's not like, that's not like a, we're interviewing guests and moving on. I mean, sooner or later, there's only so many riders at this pace we're going to have talked to everybody 27 times within, like, like five years. But
2: we don't just re- – well, there's, there's new stories every year, TJ, and we don't <laughs> listen to just riders. We talk to mechanics and team managers and, uh, you know, new sponsors and all that you're, stuff. So. You're a one-man band
3: on this argument, yeah, TJ.
2: I guess – <laughs> hey, if you guys don't like TJ's opinion, or if you like TJ's opinion, go listen to his uh, his motocross podcast. What's it called, TJ? Oh, wait, you don't have one. Ooh. The
5: Motol X Pod Show is what it's called.
2: <laughs> well, they're listening, and they the want it. They want it longer.
5: All right, just like Good your wife. Job ah! a great... Huh? Wow. Are you going to be we'll in, go in town there. this weekend? Uh, we, uh no, I got to work this weekend, guys.
2: Uh, well, we don't miss you. Pro challenge this weekend
5: at Swan. Is is dog racing?
2: Next, ne- uh, yes,
5: next weekend. We are, um, what do you call it? Oh, We're billa gonna be dilla. About it. Billadilla. Billadilla. Yeah, I'll right. be there. All, All right, right, guys. Hey, we'll... man, you have a good show. See ya. Bye.
2: All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jake Curry just texted us that TJ is an idiot. Agreed. <laughs> TJ is an idiot. All right, let's uh, take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Brandon Hartraff.
6: What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about aturibus usa for decades aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic ancestries like full plastic kits frame guards chain sliders hand guards in 2020 they are the proud sponsors of red bull factory ktm Factory Tile Cocky, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AchiribusA.com or call 1 800 659 1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead sent ya.
7: Hey, Dad. Great race.
2: What up? All right, our first guest of the night is going to be brought to you by X Brand Goggles. X Brand Goggles has grown into one of the top private choices by privateers like Kyle Chisholm, Ben LeMay, and Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like Craig DeLong. Choose expert, they all. Man, I'm blowing this, read, Brandon, but they all choose X Brand. Visit xbrand.com for details. Visit your local dealerships. They are distributed through WPS. Get you some X Brand today, or hit me up, Darkside MX3 at AOL.com for pricing tonight. X Brand Goggles brings us from Twisted T Hep Suzuki Brandon Hartraff. What up, bro?
0: Man, how you guys doing?
2: Doing good, man. Uh, excited to talk to you. It's been a little while. Um,
0: yeah, it's been it's been a while.
2: Yeah, man. Um, I think the last time I probably really talked to you a lot was probably Dallas Supercross when I I told the story on air. Yeah,
0: I remember actually. I actually remember that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: you and Cade and freaking uh, Bumford were like on suicide watch
0: yeah we weren't doing too hot
2: <laughs> no man what's up with that dude you're racing motorcycles for a living
0: yeah it's just you know when you put so much time and effort in and uh you you move away from your family and all your life it's motocross and you have high expectations for yourself and then when everything's going to uh shit, it's definitely yeah. <laughs> you're definitely you know you're not too happy so
2: <laughs> yeah i mean honestly i think like if you were happy that that's not really the heart of like a champion as they say right i mean you you got to you're always disappointed even when you win some champions are like no nah, i didn't do good enough so like yeah, if you've been content. When you, like, go ahead yeah go ahead
0: even when you have your best finish of the season you're always just thinking you never it's never it's it's kind of bad but you're never satisfied
2: yeah so when you're in the off season or you know there's got to be moments though where you go okay man like you got to you got to be able to find the positives in your career, when you're riding your season, do you find, do you have those moments where you see it?
0: Uh, like during off season?
2: Just any time, really. Do you find moments where you're where you're sitting there with, I want to congratulate you on your engagement to Madison, but you and Madison yeah, maybe right. you are sitting there and you're yeah, like,
0: right.
2: okay, you know what? I, this was good. This was good. This is improving. Like you got to find those positives sometimes, right?
0: Yeah, there's definitely times where you're like very, your hard work is paying off and everything is coming together and, Makes you sleep better, honestly, dude. It makes you sleep better at night. You're not as stressed, and uh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely moments where you're like, "Today was awesome," and uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's always there's always positive and negative. You know how it is.
2: Sure, sure. Well, as as we know, the Supercross season didn't go anywhere near how you wanted. Your first season of 450s, nah. your outdoor <laughs> season probably didn't either. But you finished pretty damn strong. Um, those last couple finishes, you got to be pretty stoked on those.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um definitely i started off um the outdoors like kind of slow and then after like round three i actually i picked it up so much and then uh through the whole, literally all the other rounds from round three to like 12 i rode so much better yeah and started showing that i was i'm always capable of it. it's just you know a matter of doing it and when things are clicking you could tell and uh just from round three to 12 i started clicking and um it was pretty cool just battling with like Savachi and guys that you, you look up to all your life, you know? So it was like, good, good feeling. Definitely. I ended up 12th in the points was, which I thought was pretty well. I mean, obviously considering the field. Yeah. Yeah, And, uh, I mean, I learned a shitload, so I'm, I'm excited for this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, supercars definitely did not go as planned, but, uh, I guess, like I, I learned from it though, you know. And then outdoors, I learned a lot more as well. So, just gonna try and take all the stuff I learned and see what I can do this year, you know.
2: Yeah, that's what. That's what all you can do. Was there something that stood out where you started those? You started clicking off better results. Was there something with the bike? Something with yourself? A combination that was like
0: just uh, um, no more excuses and just kind of grabbing. I don't know how to, like, almost like grabbing life by the balls and like just telling yourself like it's time to do it now or never. And then me <laughs> and Budman uh, work so hard in outdoors and just kind of trusting everything and just letting it fall into place. And it it definitely showed. I mean, I'm I'm a very good rider. I know that. It's just uh, sometimes your mind will uh, block that. You know.
2: Oh yeah, man! It could bring you down for sure.
0: It's crazy how powerful you are. Your mind is.
2: A hundred percent.
3: Yeah. So my that, my question kind of was what Darkside just asked you, but Sorry I so uh, can but can you take us through like an actual like moment throughout the season where all of these things that we just talked about like you can put into a situation into a defining moment maybe on the track or at one you know you came back from a race or is 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 there a defining moment that you can kind of elaborate and tell us about?
0: So it was. Moto, the, the, I, I don't know. I was pumped on this ride. This was Southwick, and it was Moto Two. It was like a. It was literally battle through eight through twelfth. It was Sexton, uh savachi Dino, me, and Ansi, and we were literally, I mean, dicing it out. And like, it made me feel so much better to where, like, I, wow, like I actually, these guys I look up to now, I'm I'm battling with them and going the same speed as them. So we. Literally eight through twelve, we all finished in like four seconds apart. So that moto right there, like it did it helped me so much, honestly. So um yeah, that one stuck out to me. And I, I ended up eleventh. It wasn't even I mean, obviously that was, that's great still, but it was I don't know, that moto stuck out so like well to me and that one just kinda like that moto told me I could do it. So. Yeah,
2: I like hearing that, because I think you you got to have those moments, right, to, to counteract the, the Arlington's.
0: Yes, and, like, I knew I rode my my butt off, and I, I, I rode well. So I, that whole day was just – it was a great – honestly, it was a great day. I mean, obviously, I ended up fifth overall at Hangtown, which was – I mean, that's badass for that class, but – Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Hangtown was obviously a race I'll never forget. I mean, uh, but Southwick was – was awesome so uh i don't know it's like weird like these these rides that you don't do is if you finish as well like sometimes the ones you're like dude i was riding my ass off you know
2: right right yeah that's it's interesting crazy. how that works yeah um i want to step back a minute ago i mentioned that you you got engaged to madison finally it's about time brandon uh yeah i think you
0: talked about this
2: <laughs> yeah i think i did ask you about it a couple of times but um She's been a part of your program and helping you out, and you know, for all, pretty much all the years that I've known you. Um,
0: yes, so, she's been. Uh, we've been together since 2015, and okay. obviously, I wasn't. I turned pro in 18, so she's been there from obviously, clearly the highs and lows. Yeah, and where I had nothing, and to where I had something. So she's a she's a winner. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, like my buddy Chris Kiefer, I like relationship stuff. Talk about how that. As he always says, home life, right? Having that home life, having that um, somebody that has your back, like talk about how that helps you throughout the week when when you are struggling mentally. Uh, it's gotta yeah. be. I mean, it's a lot better than not having anybody, you know.
0: Yeah, you ain't lying. There's definitely yeah. many times. I remember, like TLD. Uh, obviously, I live with, I live with Cooper, but he was away in Florida. It was just me in the house, and I was one month I was just struggling so bad because I was kind of mentally. I was mentally fried and I had nobody there to like help me through, you know? So it was just it, it's it, obviously people complain like all oh, the chicks the problem that's dude, sometimes most of the time it's not, you know. Right, just right. A lot but yeah, I remember that specifically like I had nobody and uh it was like I was I was almost like lying to myself saying I was fine but I wasn't so where now it's like I am struggling She'll, sure. Definitely pick me up or go to the track and just makes you feel better, you know?
2: Yeah, is she the kind like Kyle Chisholm's talked about Brittany or some of the other area, like Chad's talked about um Ellie, you know, being like, well, you suck today. Like you're you need to do this. Like is she can she be aggressive if she needs to be? Like be you know, not yeah. not not pamper you so much? Can she I do remember
0: that? Yeah, there it's funny. Most of the time she thinks I ride good, but I know when I I do know when I ride good or bad, but I remember Daytona, she told me I was this year i wrote at daytona i was pretty bad and that was the first time she actually like got on my ass and hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's great but though." Even, yeah i mean like she's always even when it's even like if it's my fault she's like on my side so like yeah it's, it's good
2: <laughs> that's good man that's a good partner man i'm happy for you guys honestly i, I love that stuff yeah thank you appreciate that absolutely <laughs>
3: So, so we kind of touched on what you, what you've individually grown as and learned this year. And you know that the team that you're on is still kind of growing too. What what have you seen the team improve and w- what ways have you seen them learn and grow th- through this season?
0: Um, They just – I mean, with me, they're very, like, no matter what, they're always wanting to help me. And even, like, when I – even when I know – even though we all sometimes, like – one of the races, like we we all knew, I rode like shit. One race, and they're like <laughs> still like trying to back me up and just trying to always pick me up at all times. And uh, yeah, they're right now we're definitely making every like bikes much better, and it's gonna be bikes gonna be sick for Anaheim one, and obviously here shortly. But they're just learning. I mean, this is definitely they're technically factory Suzuki now, so a lot right. of lots on their plate now. So they're definitely learning as we go so uh yeah it's they i mean honestly i think they just they learned this year like what it takes to be competitive and it's it's a lot like people don't realize how much time and effort and money you got to spend to be legit so i think uh i think they're definitely getting a taste of that and obviously it showed that we we can do it so um now they're just trying to make it even better for us and i promise you guys that We'll, we'll we're gonna be good this year, and I'm very happy Bogle signed just because he's got a lot of experience, and I mean, clearly my man's won a, some championships. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a good feeling having a guy like that on your team. You know,
2: yeah, he's he's a the team. I, you know, I've been in the truck a bunch of times over the years. The team is. Kind of what I would consider a fun team, like the, the you know always having. They
0: that. treat you more like a family.
2: Yeah, and like it's a lot of laughing going on, you know, when A Ray and Chiz was there and Adam endsnap, yeah. like it's <laughs> and Dustin Pipes, team owner, him and his father, you know, are I mean just good dudes. It's it's a really cool truck to hang out in, brings good vibes to me. So as a writer, I would think that translates into your writing. You know, I mean, obviously if you're having a bad day, Dustin's probably gonna let you know about it. But
0: no, they yeah this is is how it is like they treat there's family time i guess you could say there's family time and then there's business you mm-hmm. know so they definitely i mean yeah I, yeah they you get what i'm saying yeah
4: yeah
3: <laughs> so so speaking of the team being fun and stuff what's uh what's what's a good like funniest moment or something that happened that's funny in in underneath the tent this year
0: oh my god what deuce? I, I honestly every day something That's what i was about <laughs> to say yeah <laughs> i can't even tell i literally can't even like remember because everything literally every Whoa! 10 minutes or something with deuce. so uh yeah he's a, i don't know i mean we have trip. we went yeah dude he's it is cr- like there's no like you know how like people have two different personalities that like there's times where i'm like deuce is joking around like there's there's no way but no that's him yeah that's like (laughs) there's no on or off switch dude the thing's on and that's it and it's it's awesome just because he uh i mean i'm not i wouldn't say i'm outgoing but he i mean i'm obviously not an outgoing person but he can definitely (laughs) he can bring you up when it's time, like when you're down so uh yeah
2: that's it. it's funny even, that you say even that when he's
0: mad dude i think it's funny when he's mad because i can't take it serious <laughs>
2: yeah i've seen him mad but he's usually like behind the truck like he doesn't let the the fan see that man he's
0: you know or he'll be up in the truck oh my god he sees a fan and he's just like it's shit because he's like you know i mean there's times where us guys like we're like you know you don't want to deal with people at the time but then deuce is like Hell no! Like it's yeah. showtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are my people. Yeah, which he, is awesome. You need people need be like that more often. I mean, same with Aaron. I mean, Aaron's pretty good with that.
2: Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's funny you say that a minute ago <laughs> that you know you're not because you kind of remind me a little bit of like Justin Cooper sometimes where people that yeah. don't know you think. <laughs> like resting dick face or whatever like oh but but it's just oh, you're just quiet right i mean ryan breeze i've seen that way in the past and but once you start talking to him you go oh this dude's got a great personality he's just see, maybe about, he-
0: the way people need to look at it is just don't judge a book by its cover. yeah that's that's how it is and obviously a lot of a lot of people i mean they they do that and of course i mean i, I would say every fan does that with or anybody that watches moto they just see how this guy is and say on a podium speech or something like they'll just judge this person completely opposite of what they really are. You know?
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. I wish, I wish there was a way to get to know you guys better than a podium speech or just the it, top it's, five guys getting all these
0: it's, segments. Yeah, it's hard because like, you know, you, you want to be more outgoing, but then you can get in trouble for it. So,
2: right. That's a good point. Good point. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you a few more questions before you let you go. Um, after last year, leading into obviously twenty two, what are some things you knew that you needed to improve on or change, program wise, technique wise, something like that? Anything that really stood out that you've worked on?
0: From say so, from twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two. you mean,
2: yeah, since so your rookie year on a four fifty to going into you know twenty two. Yeah.
0: Um. Just so obviously, buddy. Anthony is my trainer, and he's built like he's built a lot of guys up and like, for instance, Pike was his biggest thing. And he obviously that one year in 2015, when he was helping Barsha, he built Barsha to win races and everything. And it's almost just believing in what he's telling you and trusting him more, or just trust the. I know everybody says trust the process, but you almost got to trust the process. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. It's I hate when people say trust the process, but there actually is literally a process to it all. And um, I'm not, obviously I know how to train correctly. Like I'm in shape and, I'm not, like, I'm not doing anything stupid, like, I'm, I know what to do, so, uh, it's, it's honestly just, I really trust the process and believe in what you're doing, you're doing it for a reason, and, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's honestly what it is, and, Obviously, the team behind me is working their butts off, so I'm trying to do the same for them.
2: Right on. Yeah, Mathis is the one that hates trust the process, I think. So, like, next time he has... I you,
0: hate it, too. But, I, I, Everybody but, says it, but there really is a thing. Sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, but next time he has you on, you got to say it, like, at least three times. Trust process. i say
0: Mathis, just trust the process.
2: Exactly. <laughs> like it. Go ahead, Scotty.
3: Uh, so, our producer, TJ, wants to know... Um, he's not a
2: producer if he's not in studio. He's just a listener.
3: Well, DJ TJ wants to know... Uh, do, do do people uh, keep saying "Let's go, Brandon"? To you,
2: all the time. Uh,
0: he's got the shirts, dude. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> um, like, dude, I had people DM me. I'm like, is this is this political? And I'm like, one, my name and numbers on the back, and two, I'm 23 years old. My name's in Brandon since 23, <laughs> and for 23 years. And like, yeah, it's my time to shine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. Brandon, like Brand. A lot of Brandons don't get no respect. So like, <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> I like it it. Is clearly bad like what it actually means but i'm not like i honestly just wanted to like gain a following out of this or something you know like and the, the hoodies and shirts i did i thought was pretty cool like i had my little like heart obviously heart raft had my heart raft like the heart thingy in the, the let's go brandon so it's not like it's just flat out like towards our president but it, i mean it's not you know what i'm saying hey man you gotta jump on it while it's available man that's, not, that's you gotta jump on it while it's hot well it's hot it yeah
2: yeah are those on your website? Is that where they can find them?
0: Yeah, they're uh they're on yeah, they're on my website. The link's in my Instagram bio or Facebook. So. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
2: <laughs> BrandonHartRaff.com. Check yeah. it out. Get the shirts, support the the guys, man, it's badass. I love it. So Cuso, I saw-
0: uh, Cuzo helps me a lot, so I got to shout out to Cuzo cuz he's been working his butt off for me, so. <laughs> nice. Uh, did you have a list another listener question, Scotty, or is it
2: Um no, that's that's so one- all the listener questions, yeah. Well, uh, Brandon, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to your second year on a 450 man. I, I think I'll be at Anaheim, so it's going to be exciting. Uh, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm a big fan of the Hep team. I mean, uh, I just like I said, Dustin from the beginning, even when he was riding for the team, like it was just it's cool to have another team like that that has such a passion that works so hard and gives guys like yourself, a, you know, opportunity. Right? I mean, there's times when riders at your level, there's so few opportunities and to have a team like that step up man it's i think it's fantastic
0: yeah they uh yeah it's it's crazy like it's not crazy but it's a lot of like they never gave up on themselves and they worked so hard to get where they're at and they can legit say they're the they're the lead suzuki team so it's yeah i mean i feel like that's i mean they got to be proud of themselves obviously i've never talked to them about that but and like i mean when they just started i mean i wasn't even probably racing pros yet so um i think it was 17 to see how far or 18 they came yeah so see how far they came they got to be proud of themselves i, I mean i would be so. yeah it's
2: fantastic man i think that's a, 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 a there's some praises they deserve and i'm excited to see yeah. you in 22 man i cannot wait and again congratulations on the engagement um look forward to yeah seeing, i that. Yeah, look forward to <laughs> in, uh, telling madison myself congratulations come anaheim
0: well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you for having me on.
2: Absolutely, Brandon. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks for taking the time.
0: All right. Take care, everybody.
2: You too. See ya. All right. Thanks to Brandon Hartraff for coming on. He's a good dude. He is, like I said, one of those guys that if you just see something quick with him, like a quick little interview or whatever, people might say, well, he doesn't seem like he has a lot of personality. But once you start talking to him, he starts smiling, he starts yeah. talking. He's just one of those guys you got to – it takes a couple minutes, you know, yeah. and if he's, if he's just doing a podium interview, you know, when he's on 250s or whatever, you got to get the sponsor reads out, and, yeah, and there's yeah. no time to really get the personality, um, so I hope people, you know, give him a chance, give him a follow because of his personality, and, you know, he's a cool dude, and, man, I, I hope to see better things in 22, because it was a bummer like this year. Yeah,
3: I, I, at one point, he was honestly on my list of, of guys that didn't live up to... The hype. The, yeah, what yeah. I thought they could. Well, just not even in, in an way. just what I thought they could do. Potential. Potential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, it sounds like he took all that and you know, and 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 what I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. He took all that in stride and and he's he's learned from it and I think he's applied what he's learned to it and he sounded he sounds like his confidence there, you know, he said yeah, I can guarantee you this year will be at least yeah. better than last yeah, year. I, I so liked when he
2: said that, the way he said it, yeah, he, he wasn't did, sort of like, "No, oh, it, we're going to be better." No, no it, he, it had oh, confidence. Going to be better.
3: It, it had gumption behind it. I thought it was really good, and uh, it, 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 he has nowhere to go but up. I feel.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. Dude, I, I know I've told the story multiple times that the Arlington thing, and he was so disappointed. And his whole years seemed to go that way, just issue after issue, and you know, bad results, and you're like, like he just didn't even seem like. When you watch him, obviously he's one of the best riders in the world, right? He's making these mains, but it just you—you expected so much more, like you said, out of the guy, and it wasn't happening. You're just like, what the hell? But I don't think that was an accurate assessment of his abilities or the team. So yeah, I'm looking for a lot better things this year. I'm I'm excited. Um, Let's see. We got a few minutes before we get Derek Dwyer on. I got another. We were talking about the gas gas thing. What do you think about Austin Forkner, though? What do you expect out of him this year? Um, every year we go in going, he should be able to win a championship. Do you expect him to win the championship? Where do you think he's going to be? And um, depending on where he goes this year, uh, results-wise, what happens to him with a 450 deal? Because I don't know that that 450 deal is locked in anymore.
3: Well, there for a while, he was cowing no matter what.
2: Yeah, but I don't know that that's still the, the case.
3: And, and you got to think, you know, if they got AC and Anderson there, like if their exactly. guys are getting results, where are they yeah. they're going to add a third right. you know
2: i mean ac does only or J, uh, ja does only have a 1 year deal but if he does well
3: you, you got to imagine that yeah, they're going to bring him back but i i think that you kind of you're kind of seeing the same thing that ac went through ac what he you know he started off lights out and then he had just a lot of struggles and things just kept piling on and compounding he had a couple of years where he he, he was just getting straight up passed by guys that he Shouldn't have been, and Austin Fortner. I feel like the same thing happened to him this past year. He he finally started to get in a, a back in a groove at the end of the outdoors. Mm-hmm. So I really think that it's his do or die year. He kind of maybe has a little bit of flat or die mentality to it. Um, I I mean it's it's right there. It's not like there's anybody that's come up that I don't think that can you know. Maybe maybe Jets if he lives up to his potential maybe he's hard to beat for yeah. us Aust- hard to for Austin to beat. Sure, but I I think that you know is kind of going to do the same thing that AC did come in that one last year. AC should have won that supercross title. and Then he went and won the outdoors, and then he moved up. Yeah, um, and that kind of solidified his ride because he obviously won a title. So I I would like to say if I'm looking him in a crystal ball that that would be kind of a similar thing to happen.
2: Yeah, I think I still think he wins the championship this year. If not for what happened at Houston, and it was a freak thing, he cased that little triple, and went over the bars and he got hurt. And it was like most of the most ninety nine times out of a hundred, he cases that thing no problem and he just goes on. Yeah. He barely clipped it, and it's just like that was like to me that was bad luck. That wasn't him riding over his head in my opinion. It's it sucks. But um, all right, let's uh. Hey, before we get Derek Dwyer on, I want to talk about Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing is a Texas-based company that is providing high-quality, economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com to see their complete line of products, including the Attack Handlebar, Defy Lock-On Grips, vengeance, lever, vengeance Levers, Reaction Shifters, and Motion Brake Pedals. Definitely going to get some, uh, a shifter and a brake pedal for my YZ250 when that thing comes in. I, was, I know TJ likes the grips. He uses some of the grips on his BMX bike from them.
3: Yeah, um, I was fortunate to my bike already had tor- everything Torque One are the pedals on it and those the foot pegs and the and everything is awesome yeah I, once yeah, you once you have those things you, once you have
2: those things you don't you can't go back and i like i like the little the pretty stuff the anodized part, Yeah, i so have all i have yeah, all of that so, too yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so i got i'm definitely getting on board with torque one racing and also we talked about works connection being on board for 22 since the inception of works connection in 1989 eric phipps goal has been to produce works like products for gen for the general public with products like the industry standard pro launch start device the elite clutch perch radiator braces customized master cylinder covers as i showed you guys earlier and much more it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use let's take our second commercial break and we'll get derek dwyer on Our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their chain lube, two stroke pre-mix, polyclean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show.
3: Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today.
2: If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emig. All the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at extremecolors. That's X T R E M E K O L O R S. Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. Our next guest of the night is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. Now, our guests on the phone right now may disagree with that, but that's okay. Just ask <laughs> current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayson, Brayton, Carson Mumford, and many more. Check out your local dealerships and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us from Troy Lee Designs Gas Gas, Mechanic Derek Dwyer, what's up, dude? Ah, uh, not much, man. Just, uh, just at the shop. Yeah, man. So I got a lot of questions for you, dude. You have you were a long time mechanic for J Mart, and obviously you, you had some other riders that you covered while J Mart was out injured over the years uh, at yep. Geico at Star. Why the change, man? I'm really surprised to see you not wrenching for J Mart. Was there a reason you could talk about? Uh yeah no I'm I'm an open book. Uh, So basically, once Geico
1: uh, was on its way out, um, you know, me and Jeremy were like looking at options, uh, GasGas, PC, um, and then Star came up. So uh, he's like, "Hey man, all three of the places. Like if I go there, you you know, you can go if you want to go." And I'm like, "All right, let's do it." So I knew that. Star was going to be going to Florida. And so going into it, I was kind of already set up to just do the one year and then see where it goes. And uh, our goal was to hopefully go out and win and then be able to have some 450 options and maybe, you know, either move around or uh, go with him to one of those options. Well, you know, obviously the injuries uh, that we sustained in. Orlando yep. that put out for Supercross, so we didn't get any really any time in Supercross. And then you know we were having a decent, a stellar outdoor series. Uh, you know, moto moto wins. It was moto win uh, what one two one crash. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Again,
1: yeah, again, and uh, you know, just racing incident, freak freak thing. So um, it happens, but. Uh, meanwhile, while that happened, um, Star actually, at one point, pulled me to the side, Bobby Reagan, and said, hey, I want you to be our crew chief moving into next year. Oh, wow. And uh, I mean, there was even talk at one point being team manager as Will was leaving, and um, I I went out there, I checked out Florida, I did the whole nine, um, and believe it or not, the Tuesday before I left to go out and check Florida out, they hired Seth Rerrick. So uh, I knew going out there that it probably wasn't going to be a team manager position. Um, so I was like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. I'll go see, and if something else comes up, then great. If not, then I'll look in California. So Southwick comes along, and Bobby Reagan pulls me aside, and he says, "Hey, I w- you know, I'd like you to. I want an answer for." Uh, the crew chief position. And I'm like, well, you know, like my wife owns a business in California. I'm pretty, I've been established here for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes, you know what? That's not a good excuse. Uh, Okay. (laughs) uh, You're going to, you're going to take the job. You're going to grow with the team and move forward. And at that point I said, you know what? Let's do it. So uh, after Southwick, I kind of got, Started going, you know, started working with the sponsors, also racing with Jeremy and just moving forward. And then, um, you know, obviously it come around Paula time and or Fox Raceway. And then we were going to have the last round up at Hangtown. And there was a meeting with Cell about COVID testing and vaccines and all this stuff. And, um, We basically I it came down to it. There's a little bit of an ultimatum. I said I'm not gonna get the vaccine. I'm not for it. I have my reasons, these are my reasons, and uh pretty much just that I parted ways after that. So uh yeah, I mean no hard feelings. They have to do what they have to do on their business side, completely understand. Um probably could have been handled a little bit different, but other than that I'm not really sweating it. Um, I have I have respect for everybody in that building, and you know whatever. So uh, yeah, moved on. Um, Jeremy, I talk to him every pretty much every week. Uh, we're still you know good friends, and uh, I love the guy. I love working with the dude. He's uh, he's he was as good as to me as he is on the track. So
2: uh, nice, nice to hear. Like, yeah.
1: But and then, you know, I I ended up talking to Mitch, I talked to Kehoe for Sexton, and then uh TK for gas gas, and then it just came down to what was the best thing for my family and mm-hmm. myself. And so gas gas Toy Lee Designs gas gas is is my future.
2: Yeah, and I think that team has a bright future, but I wanna ask you once you realize that the star thing's not going to happen, do you go searching, talking to Mitch and talking to TK, or do they kind of already know what's going on? They reach out to you. How does that, how does that work? Um. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. No worries. All right.
1: Sorry about that. You're all good. Um. So no, I I kind of put it out there to a couple people just like to get the word uh moving. And I know everybody there's a lot of people that were already anticipating me making the move to Florida and uh, being the crew chief for the star team and, and whatever. So I needed to make it apparent. I mean, there's a lot of people were moving around, a lot of riders moving around. um, And it it would have just been like, you know, I didn't want to get overlooked. So once that started happening, um, TK, called me immediately, uh, set up a time to come in and check the shop out, Uh, and then uh, I talked to Mitch at Paula, just like, hey, you know, I know you're going to be looking. Ollie was leaving, and um, yeah, just went from there, and then actually Chase reached out to me at one point, and he's like, hey, you're not going to Florida. Uh, You want to be my mechanic, and I was already in the negotiations with, with TK and um, listening to what Mitch had to say. So Kehoe called me and then we went back and forth a little bit, but um, I wanted to make the decision pretty quick because I knew that uh, I wanted to, you know, get into the new bike, learn it. If I had a new rider, I needed to make sure I had as much time as possible with those guys, um, you know, and, and
2: just get something solidified. So yeah, of course it makes sense.
1: Uh, Yeah, and then, you know, I I really liked the way TK handled handled it all together. Uh, He was very open, straightforward with me, uh, and I was straight back with him too. And then pretty much uh, I just felt like, man, this is probably the best. It's 15 minutes from my house. Uh, You know, it was – I also looked at it like this. I've been a part of, I believe, seven championships. Uh, This team has not made it to that point. Uh, I think the capabilities are here. And I started looking at the crew that TK was getting in. You know, uh, Josh Weisner. I worked for eight years at GEICO. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have big respect for Ollie. He came over from PC. And then Jay Burgess. From Geico as well. I worked with him for I think six years. Um, I'm like, man, this crew <laughs> stacking it. This, this is a good crew. So yeah. you know, and like, there's a lot of hours to this job. So you got to have fun. You got to have respect for the guys that are next to you, and you know, know that they're going to put in the same work that you are. So uh, I started looking. I'm like, man, it, if we could, if we could go after a championship or two and pull one off, um, that's huge for the team, and that's also, you know, speaking big on the guys that were put in place to do so. So uh, that also intrigued me a bit.
2: I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, you know, like kind of not necessarily an underdog, but somewhat of an underdog because there's no championship left. Like, you, yeah, you. I like that. You're kind of building from the ground floor a little bit. Um, I'm excited for you, man.
1: Yeah. No, I'm – I am too. Um, you know, I've been working with Pierce for four weeks now. Uh, leaps and bounds improvements on himself, on the motorcycle. Uh, I definitely feel like, you know, working with guys like Christian Craig and Osborne and, uh, Martin for as long as I did, those guys were established guys. So I learned a lot of good traits and I'm trying to, you know, bring that side of it and the mental side of it to Pierce. Um, I don't know if he's ever really had the, the program surrounding him. Right. Uh, you know, so I'm just trying to be the guy to give him the guidance and, and, you know, and bring the motorcycle to his ability uh, as much as I can. You know, you know, we got suspension guys, engine guys, all that. Uh, Josh doing data and stuff like that. So, um, we I know for a fact, we've improved the bike tremendously. Um, he's told me and mentally I see a huge improvement in just the last few weeks alone. So, uh, I, we'll see when we get to whatever, whatever <laughs> coast, but yeah. if I'm doing, if I'm doing my job, I should be, he should be doing what he needs to be doing. Good deal.
3: Uh, so, kind of go into a little more depth about the actual bike. So, like, from an outsider perspective, like, is is it is it a K, is it just a KTM or is there some differences or what, maybe is there some things that this bike has that the KTM doesn't and vice versa? What, and what do you like or what have you noticed about working on that bike?
2: Yeah, like, just change, going from Honda to Yamaha to gas gas, you know, in three years basically, like, how difficult is that, too, you know, on top of his question? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so obviously I worked at Geico for eight years, and I saw model changes, but a lot of, like, knowledge was being brought through those model changes. So when I got to Star, new bike, I've worked on Yamahas back in 2010 with Tommy Hahn, um, but they had changed, you know, a fair amount. So I learned that bike, and then what was good and what wasn't. And then, so I knew coming into this one, I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be a different type background. You know, you got KTM Husky and Gas Gas all within a a walking distance, Um, and I knew that was kind of going to be a little bit of a different deal because, you know, Geico and Star, it was independent. So um, Gas Gas is somewhat independent, but they have a big. Support from the other manufacturers so working on the bike uh it's it's a dirt bike you know <laughs> wheel suspension chassis but yeah. um oh no, it, it is it is quite a bit different when you like how it's laid out how the parts room and everything's all laid out uh the bike itself the characteristics is different i mean you got chromoly frame as opposed to or steel frame as opposed to um, aluminum frame. And, you know, suspension, linkage curves are different. So, as of right now, in the last four weeks, every day is a learning day for me. And I'm learning, I'm trying to push to get more, you know, development, suspension, and, and stuff like that. So I can just see pros and cons, and then I can start getting a better idea of the overall picture. You know, I'm trying to cram as much into a short period of time before we go racing. So the knowledge when something comes up, but the bike itself, uh, I would, I would say it's like just a good hybrid of Husky and KTM put together. Okay. Um, so there's things that the KTM interchanges and then there's things that the husky it interchanges and it's like best of both worlds you know i like it
3: i was wondering if that well i wondered if i wondered if it was like a budget version of the ktm or a mixture of both bikes so that's a that that definitely answers the question i had for a while
2: of the three brands i like gas gas best i like the red he likes red but i also like like the commercial it's like rock and roll man it's it's just like punk rock so i'm i'm a fan
3: Uh, we we kind of i'm sorry go ahead No, go go ahead uh, well, just kind of off of that, we you know we we're talking at the beginning of the show about uh, Barsha and how like you know they didn't they didn't bring another uh, rider in, and I was saying another that I, rider, another yeah. four fifty rider, and I I was saying that I like Barsha as the guy. How, do you think like did, did you know anything about Barsha before? Was it if you just met him, and do you feel like he is the guy for that team?
1: Uh, so to answer that, yes, I think he is the guy for the team. Um, I knew Barsha from the early days of Geico. Like he would always be at the Geico truck when he went 450 for HRC.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So I I know him in that aspect and and at the test track all the time. So uh, I did know him. Uh, Barsha as a racer is very bright, um, you know, flashy. And then off the track, he's a very humble, uh, well-rounded guy. So I think for the brand being a startup, he was ideal for that spot. He's got a lot of limelight. Um, he brings a lot of positives. He's in his what? 14th year being professional. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And then he gets on the bike and he does, he does better than he did on the Yamaha. So it's, (laughs) it kind of helped that matter. But, um, all around, he's just a good dude and he likes to ride a motorcycle and, I think when you have one 450 guy and two lights guys, you can put so much more effort into those guys that it really helps come race day. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, that's, I guess that makes sense. I was, cause I was saying that when he told you we were talking about at the beginning, I was kind of surprised that I thought maybe they would bring a second 450 guy in as the team grows. Maybe, you know, maybe down the road, I don't know, but because um, you know, it just kind of stinks if somebody gets hurt then you're, you're without a guy basically but um, yep. I guess you don't want to look at that either as like your game plan of well if somebody gets hurt you know
1: uh, yeah I, I think um, I think I can't really speak for TK or anything sure. but you know maybe I would see there is a chance there could be another 450 guy I mean we have the, the truck going you know what I mean but um, at the same time uh, you, they, I know they want to, like, make a valid effort. And sometimes when you get too many people or too many riders, uh, it's hard to keep – I shouldn't say hard. It's just, you know, you can't put as much effort towards the guys Yeah, and, and just put in the solid results. I mean, it's dirt bike racing. Jeremy Martin, he got hurt last year first round, you know, like he won the heat race by seven seconds, and then he didn't even make it into the first rhythm. And it's just unfortunate that's racing, uh, and that could happen here. That can happen anywhere. So of course, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That's
2: well. I mean, it's 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 gonna it's working, and we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, I don't think it's a bad. It's not a bad theory, bad game plan, just to not spread your guys too thin. Is kind of what you're saying, so that makes sense. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Pierce for a minute, man. Um, what do you like about the kid? You know, I mean, he's, well, I think this is his third year, third, maybe second full year. I can't remember, but well, I think it's the second full year. Uh, what do you like about the kid? What are you seeing about his work work ethic? And how does, you know, are you learning what he likes and doesn't like with the bike?
1: Yeah, so, uh, working with Pierce, he's, a, he's young.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, and then... You know, he's been injured a lot. So I don't think he's had the experience that he's he's needed for where he's at year-wise. Um, you know, like a full year of pro racing, like every Supercross, every outdoor, it sets you up the next year to be in a better spot. And unfortunately, you know, going from what I know, going into Supercross last year, uh, he got hurt. And then um, had to sit out and then come back and did pretty did good. And then he got hurt again and then, you know, came back in. So he never got the testing he probably should have had. Uh, never. I mean, fitness wise at that time probably wasn't where he should have been, you know, and then these guys are such competitors. They put so much pressure on themselves going into a race. Well, if you're eight rounds in, those other guys are already eight rounds ahead of you and you're wanting to come in and mix it up with those guys. And then, you know, you can get in the, into a bad situation that you weren't ready for, you know, so say, so, um, working with him and kind of getting to know him and know that Will's in his corner fitness wise, um, will relays fitness stuff to me all the time. He's, he's, he told me the other day, he's like, dude, this kid's an athlete. Like he is unreal when it comes to bicycling, he's unreal in the gym. There's no doubt that he's in, in shape. Um, he wants it. And that's all we can ask for, you know? So for me, as long as he's putting in the work there and I'm bringing the bike to him, like I said earlier, or us as a package, I should say is bringing the bike closer to his, his needs, uh, I think it can be a good a good deal, you know, and and hopefully, like my overall goal. I know everybody wants to go in and win a championship and whatever. Sure, but yeah. I've been chasing one for 15 years, and I'm I I would be pretty pleased if you know he went out there and he was consistently around the podium, um, preferably on the podium, and then maybe get a couple wins and go from there till the next year, you know, because. You're not going to go from injured list to just straight up winning a title. Uh, I don't believe that's ever happened, Um, especially, you know, a rookie season and then an injured season after that or whatever. Right, right, yeah. um, Realistically, the kid works for it. Uh, There's no doubt that he can probably get it done, but we have to have this the mentality going in, like, all right, we're a podium, we're a podium guy and, and work from there. And just, you know, not every race is going to be in a favor and, uh, there's other ones who's going to shine. So for me, um, right now I'm strongly working on his mental capabilities because he's young and, uh, that's probably for anybody that's won a title or been in a title hunt. That's the most important piece of the puzzle. So that's, that's
2: my focus at the moment. I, I like, I like where Scotty, where he's coming from as a mechanic, yeah. right? When we think of the mechanics as just working a bike, but Derek has clearly been in this business long enough to know that there's there's more to it than just making sure the chain's it's tight and the, the suspension's where it needs to be. He's working on other things with his rider to help him improve, man. I, I like, I really am enjoying this. Yeah, yeah, that's what awesome. What you got, man?
3: Uh, so we have a, Go. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can go ahead. No, no. Uh, okay. Uh, no, we just had a, a uh, listener question that uh, said that they kind of were wanting to know maybe some of the positive changes the younger generation of riders brings to the team, or maybe even just the industry in general.
1: Uh, I think I think the younger guys, personally, I, I would have to say they're they're a li- I don't know uh, <laughs> they're a little bit more fun going as opposed to business right uh, yeah, yeah you know so like i think people viewer wise watching they they feed off of that you know look, like malcolm stewart or whatever yeah he's a little bit older guy now but uh and aaron plessinger when they're fun going guys so um they get a lot of hype and a lot of a lot of fans and so i think guys like jet lawrence um, possibly Pierce Brown when he's up there um, more, more of these fun going Levi kitchen, you know, uh,
2: <laughs> those guys are funny.
1: Yeah. They're, they're just, they're a little bit more goofy and, yeah. and a little less uh, reserved and, you know, whatever. So I think that's, that's what they bring. Uh, it's tough because a lot of, a lot of these younger kids, they get a lot at a young age. So it's kind of a balancing act, you know, like, if they didn't get as much and they get here and they appreciate more then maybe it goes a little bit further, but, um, you know, there is, it's just fun going with those dudes. So.
2: Yeah. Good answer. I like I, I agree with you. I like seeing that. I like seeing what's coming for, for amateurs and the young kids. It, I think they're a lot of fun. We've, uh, we've built some relationships with some of those kids and it's, it's really exciting to see what's coming. Got a couple more questions for you before we let you go. Um, yeah. So you, you mentioned Will Hahn, who came over from Star also. Uh, and then, of course, Tyler Keith's been with the team with TLD for a long time. TK seems like a very, very intense guy. And that's probably going to be really counterbalanced with Will, who's comes across as a jokester, laid back. Like I think that's a really good dynamic as far as some of the upper echelon of the team, guys that are working with all the riders uh, I think that's going to be really good, but kind of talk about the dynamic. What you know about TK? What you know about Will and how they, uh, what they do for the team?
1: Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, I've only worked with TK for a month, mm-hmm. but um, from what I understand, I mean, I talked to him in the years past, and and whatever, and I guys have told me, you know, like he's he's kind of gotten a little more mellow, and um, you know, over the last couple of years and so on and so forth. So uh, I've had nothing but great experience with him so far. And hopefully probably will continue that way. Um, but watching him as a manager, I've, I've been around a lot of guys and he handles himself very well, professional. Um, you know, he, he does see things with the bike and understands the motorcycle. He was a rider. So I think it's pretty important there as well um, in years past, he would be at the track every day. He's even said it. He goes, I, I have the crew now that I don't need to be at the track. I believe they're handling what they need to handle. So I think that side of it, he's, he's kind of relaxed on a bit more. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been good. His, his knowledge for a motorcycle, it's there. And Um, and on Will, on the other hand, yeah, he's a, he's a goofball. Uh, he takes, he takes his job as serious as anybody else. Uh, he's got a lot to prove. Um, you know, I, I worked with Will at star. I worked, I was there when he won his championship at Geico. Uh, so the history that we have is it's been a long time. And, um, you know, he reached out to me before I signed. He's like, look, dude. I think you should come here and work for Pierce. I think you would be unreal to work with Pierce. And he, he needs a guy like you in his corner. And, um, you know, hearing that from him, it's like, and that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. That's gotten so, me fired up. Yeah, but um, TK just kind of, he, he lets Will do his thing. And each rider, I mean – They're super pumped on Will. Uh, I think they were – they didn't know what to expect. And, you know, Will being a team manager had a lot of roles to play and a lot of pressure. And then now being a trainer, he might have pressure, but he can focus more energy on the task that is at hand as opposed to being spread too thin. So um, I think his job that he's going to do is going to be pretty superior – um, I think Will knows a lot about nutrition. You know what's working, what isn't working, heart rates, monitoring that, uh, blood work stuff. Like his program is impressive. So um, I don't think it's going to be one bit of a negative for this team. You know, Barshaw was the one that pushed him, and then uh, TLD, gas, gas was like, well, won't we do it for every guy? So, our whole team benefits. And Yeah, yeah, smart. And, and maybe that was, you know, TK kind of thinking, well, <laughs> we were at Alden's for all these years, and, and now we're going to do our own thing. Like, let's just go all in. So, um, I think it was the right choice for, for this team. And, yeah, I think Will's going to be great. And, you know, with everybody that's in, like I said, TK got into the shop, it's I think big things are going to happen this year, hopefully. So, um, yeah, we'll see.
2: I'm excited, man. I'm also – anybody that listens to the show knows I'm a big Michael Moseman fan. So, I am really excited for the team this year. Scotty, I'm just like – I said before we started the show, like I'm kind of like not excited to do the show tonight, Harley, but now I am – I'm just like as we go into the show, I cannot wait for January. Like I can't freaking wait for Supercross. (laughs) Talking to Derek, talking to uh, Brandon Hartroff a minute ago, like I'm just I'm getting fired up. I can't wait. I'm ready to go racing.
3: Yeah, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna be cool to see what you guys at Gas, Gas can yeah. do this year. You know, you the first season didn't necessarily go bad, so I'm see. I'm, I'm excited to see what y'all do Some this year. Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome.
2: I, I don't know. I think Derek, you might be the first mechanic that kind of allowed me in a little bit kind of gave me some insight in when you were at Geico you you, one of the first mechanics I really built a relationship with in the pits and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah I really appreciate it dude I've got some cool plastic on the wall thanks to to Derek here hanging up in the studio I got some McAdoo plastic around here somewhere Um, that's all thanks to Derek dude I I, I appreciate you know the the insight you've given me over the last few years of doing this
1: yeah I'm you guys are just as important as anybody else I mean if you guys aren't, you know, doing the research and getting information out there, I mean, it, it can get boring and monotonous. So, (laughs) uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go off and tell you what cam spec or whatever we have, but (laughs) why not, why not give you some insight, you know, more than just the, the cookie cutter answers. Uh, I'm a, I mean, I've done some videos in the past and with verb and stuff and just been straight up. And, I think I mean it gets a lot of response, but it's the truth, and the truth needs to be told because everybody just thinks it's show up on Saturday, go racing and you know whatever, but it's not. It's, it's a life uh, it's a life goal for everybody in the pit to go win races and, and do the thing and um, you know, <laughs> not many championships are handed out, so sure uh,
2: yeah, very true. Yeah. what five a year yeah 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 there's not many man is and uh i I am really impressed with the move you made you know you could have you know you probably could have done something that maybe not as easy right because pierce is like you said he's young and he's got a long way to go but you you uh put yourself into a position to build somebody up and and uh with everything you just said i feel very confident we're gonna see big improvements out of pierce man i appreciate you coming on tonight
1: no i i appreciate you guys uh reaching out and asking me if I can like yeah. totally, um, anytime. All Just right. Sounds good.
2: I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll see you at a one. I'll probably bring donuts again. Awesome. I like donuts. All right, man. I'll, I'll come see you. And then I got to go see Jericho first. You're my two guys, my two top mechanics, but I'll see you at, a- at uh, Anaheim one, man. Oh, well, hopefully, right. for hopefully for- Anaheim one if that's where, if you're there, I'm sure you'll be there either way. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's way too early yeah. at this
1: point. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'd like to see him race West, uh, just because of the tracks and and whatever. But uh, we'll see in probably six six or seven weeks from now what what way we're going. But no matter what, I think um, we'll be ready to go. We just, you know, yeah. if one guy's better than the other, then that's <laughs> who goes. But at this point, they're all going to be ready, fitness, and uh, hopefully bike. So
2: perfect. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, we will talk to you soon, Derek. Have a good night. Thank you, man. All
1: right, thanks,
2: boys. All right, Bye take again. care. Yep. All right, thanks to Derek. Uh, Derek Dwyer. That's pretty, that was a good interview, man. And he just
3: raised the bar for mechanic interviews. <laughs> you
2: think? Yeah, that I was like good. It. Oh yeah, we might have to we ha- might have to tell some of our other mechanic friends that I don't know, dude. That's, you to step it up. That's the one thing that I think
3: that I that I like about what we do here. Yeah. That a lot, that the, the mechanics. If you let the mechanics talk, they. They can give you insight that you've never seen before. And, yeah, yeah. And they're usually willing to talk, and they have, you know, because they're, you know, they're they're not, they're not so much involved with their image. You know, like obviously, like their image as a mechanic is is important. But you know, the riders have all these different things, and they have, you know, the it's a different thing for a rider. So I think the mechanics can come in with a little more open mind, and they they. They can give you a little more than I think the riders can. So I do think that the mechanic interviews end up being some of one of our best
2: ones. Absolutely. Before we uh, go to our next commercial break, our last commercial break and get Jay Reynolds on, uh, I want to thank Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. If you're looking for a custom kit to make your bike reflect you, then you need Berm Lords. Anything you want, they can do. Email them at graphics at bermlords.com and be sure to mention the Moto X pod show. Don't forget they also do jersey lettering. I choose Berm lords, so why wouldn't you? Uh, and they do some bitching. You've seen my jerseys with the um, like the Iron Maiden logo in them. Have you seen those?
3: No. Okay. Well, no.
2: Have I? I don't know. I need to bring those in studio next week. They do some badass custom stuff. It doesn't have to be just numbers. Uh, yeah. I'll post some of those on my Instagram again. I have to get them out of the trailer, but they do some killer, killer stuff. And uh, I got an Instagram message today that they got, they're got they working up something special for my YZ, so I'm excited about that. I also want to thank Blood Lubricants, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Whether you race moto, cross-country, side-by-sides, or even sprint cars, Blood Lubricants has a product for you. Visit bloodlubricants.com and use promo code MOTOX at checkout. All right, commercial break. We'll be right back with Jay Reynolds from Hoosier Arena Cross. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait. What what was that? It's the
5: Supercross guy's voice.
2: No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So, it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can
5: reprogram ECUs Higher rev limits and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact WilliamsMotoWorks at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams WilliamsMotoWorks, that's Williams underscore Moto, W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at WilliamsMotoWorks, that's Williams moto and then W-E-R-X, at gmail.com okay that's better not good
2: but better Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X-Pod show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020 Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula helmet. For 2021 they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front Visit FlyRacing.com to see everything FlyRacing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try FlyRacing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust FlyRacing. There simply is no better.
6: What's up, guys? This is the 7G Trace out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Turbis USA. For decades, Atterbus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Factory Tile TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. stuff. All you got to do is go to AturibeUSA.com or call 1 800 659 1440 and y'all better tell them Motorless Pajo Senya.
2: All right, next up, you guys heard him last week on PopelMex, but tonight, <coughs> For the Moto X-Pod show, he's brought to you by A Cherby's USA. For decades, A Cheruby's USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. For products that fit perfectly, look great, and last, A Cherubis has what you need. Visit A today. Check out all the products. Tonight, A Cherby's brings us from Hoosier Arena Cross, Mr. Jay Reynolds. What's up, man?
9: Oh, excited. Big things happening. i got to say something. Big shout out to A Cherubis they have always been a huge sponsor of ours, and uh, you'll be looking at their balloon at all the all nine of the rounds coming. You'll be seeing it on Fox Sports One this year. Exciting. So I, I love, love that. Kirby's.
2: Who do you deal with at a Cherries? Who's your go- got contact? Uh, Talon. Okay, awesome. Talon yep, Talon's yep. fantastic. We uh, we're yep. real good friends with uh, Brian Fullerton, who's kind of his Talon's right hand man. But uh, yeah, Talon's Talon's fantastic.
9: I agree. I agree.
2: So look, man, we learned a lot. Pretty much anybody that listens to our show listens to Pulp because Pulp is honestly that's our bar. That's the bar where we strive to be at. A
4: mm-hmm.
2: lot of great stuff, though. We're gonna rehash some of it. I'm gonna ask a few other questions. But dude, how you've been working on this for years? It was, you know, it was Nitro Arena Cross at one time. It's it's mm-hmm. been growing and growing. Now Hoosiers on board. Every year it gets better. How do you go about getting FS1 and FS2? on board, because that is a huge step.
9: You know, uh, progression. Yeah. You know, I mean, just the good things. You know, we've got a tremendous staff um, that's been with me for 15 years now. And, I mean, things just grow. And, uh, and and honestly, uh, uh, the some of the people that are involved in making those decisions, uh, the, Hoosier names, the Hoosier Arena Cross name started being thrown around at lunch and different dinner conversations as a, as a place that they needed to look at. And I got a phone call. That's
2: awesome. I love that. You know, and you had kind of reached out and I hadn't seen, I don't even know if all the, uh, the stuff had dropped yet, but when the Ralph Shaheen, Jeff Emig thing dropped, I was like, Holy crap, man. Like this is big time. Like, you know, you guys went from battling kicker to, as far as just kind of some, almost regional arena crosses to now there is major TV. There's major, uh, commentators. Like I just feel like it went from kind of, like I said, a grassroots regional series to something that could be massive.
9: Oh yeah. We're totally stoked. Totally. Totally. The way it all came together. I think we're all helping each other. Um, you know, um, people are going to be on FS one. Um, haven't been on there for a while. And, uh, and fs2 i mean we've got such a killer just the tv package which would took us a while we would have been able to drop this a lot earlier but i, I argued and and asked <laughs> for a better to, better airing package and i mean like we're going to be on this is so it, it's not live right live right, is sure. so expensive yeah, that, i mean live is a whole nother level of of cost i mean like anyway it's just insane what what it takes to be live but it, but the but tape to post which means you tape and then you post-produce. Dude, we're going to be on every single Sunday. I think there's one Saturday in there. But for 10 weeks, starting the first week in January, when Supercross starts, we're going to be on every single Saturday right between the 10 and 12 uh, a.m. mark to noon, 10 to to noon um, for FS1 first airing. And then right after that, Monday or Tuesday night between 5 and 7 uh, is the first airing on FS2. Yeah. And that happens for each round, every single week, for 10 weeks. I mean, that's consistent, awesome airtime. For pros, if you're out there and listening, guys, you want to be a, a, a small fish in a big pond? Or you want to really get some serious... I mean, we're making stars out of guys. And that's our been our motto the whole time. And we're going to keep on pushing this train. We've got a three-year plan and we're totally stoked to be doing this and feel blessed and, and, uh, and you know, got a tremendous opportunity. And, uh, we're up in the purse. We took an, in increase the purse on the, uh, on the televised rounds, the five weekends of televised rounds. It's all, it's right at a $10,000 purse for the weekend now. Nice. And, uh, the other rounds are 7,500. So there's nothing to sneeze at. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so there's uh, we're trying to get it, and that's that's our next progression is to get more and more is to get more money so that these pros can actually make some money, right yeah, and make a living at this. <laughs> of course, yeah, I did yeah, well, the it risk of their yeah. lives yeah, right, right.
3: So I, I was kind of wondering, uh, you know, now that you're gotten, getting on a, a a network like Fox, like was there anything about your series or anything that you had to do to add or change or anything that you had to do? to comply with what they were looking for or was, or kind of go through that process a little bit.
9: Yeah, there was a few, I mean, um, uh, one thing was, is the last that was intriguing was the last race that I put on had to be on TV. So that's how Tunica, the last round got, got chosen because the schedule was done before we got the confirmation from Fox. Okay. So, um, that was one of the, one of the things that, uh, I, i would have chosen differently but it it, it it is what it is so um yeah there's there's some different there's some different things um in there but and nothing nothing major um nothing major we're going to still keep uh, uh tracks are going to stay relatively the same um i think they're a good happy medium between an amateur and uh you know wh- what an amateur can do and what a what a pro what a you know what a you know a big gnarly pro track would be so um, we might increase the features a little bit i mean you can still make a you can still make a for example a, a catapult jump you can make it a, a pretty cool jump but you don't have to make it a do or die landing you can you can actually put a rounded landing there um, maybe even with the hair of a at the end of it to a tabletop and it can still be the same gap it just doesn't have to be do or die I, I like and that I, a lot. And, 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 and you know, there, and, and, and out of that, you know, I've never had a pro guy complain about that, about that. right? Yeah, I bet not. Ever, right? I yeah. mean, you know, I've never had them say, um, so. Please make it more say, dangerous, it,
2: Jay. Please make it more dangerous. Right,
9: <laughs> right. I mean, that's what we came into whenever I first started this um, is that was one of the things we had to change the culture of is, you know, guys, you'd meet everybody, well, I got two broken wrists or I got two broken ankles. How'd you yeah, get two broken yeah. ankles, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Well, you know, they shorted a jump and it was it was completely unforgiving. It, so we've we've worked too hard to to get a safety rating that's pretty I mean if they did a safety rating, but to, to get a pretty decent safety rating. We worked too hard at that to to go backwards with that. And our amateur numbers, are that's one thing that got the attention. I mean, our amateur numbers last year were 800 entries to 800. We peaked at 1,200 entries in Council Bloss, Iowa last year. That's and, awesome. And we're not going to go – we're not We're not going to – you know, we're going to continue with those numbers. Uh, we're, we're not going to – the amateurs are, are very, very important to us. I mean, that's – and hopefully those amateurs, through seeing FS1 and seeing this, can see that, okay – this is a place that we can go. We can cut our teeth, and we can progress. Right? We can get TV time, and and now teams teams within the series are beginning to sell and sit there. And if they're smart, then they'll figure out that they've got airtime, and they can actually go sell that to their sponsors.
4: Right? Yeah, so we give
9: them. Yeah, we give an amazing platform that many different people can get. I mean, last year whenever we had Flow and Math. Gosh, I mean, they could they could sit there and show impressions that are real impressions that that, that sponsors really really want.
2: Yeah, I think this this is is going to be a really good platform this year for the series to even grow more next year in tw or in twenty three, and just to sure. to get arena cross back to where it used to be, uh, where it's really just right under supercross. Basically, you know, it's it's not an afterthought.
9: Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. We're going to still do it different. We're not going to become, we are not going to become, it's not even our goal to become another Amsoil Arena Cross. Okay. They did it good. They did it good. And that was awesome. But it's, it's not our goal. Okay. It's okay. just, it's just, I mean, we're going to do, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do some things a little bit different and, uh, and, um, we're going to just not different. We're going to continue to do them the way we've been doing them.
2: Yeah. Well, it's working.
9: And it's, it's clearly, yeah. So that's there might be some tweaks here and there. But uh but you know, so
0: um
3: no go, going off kinda of what you were just talking about a little bit, you know, and a lot of other sports there's um a, a way like you do a you do a, a series or a different league and then it, it feeds you into the national or the you know, the major one. Like when I think of you know, Dark Side's gonna hate this, but the golf one, there's mm-hmm. there's a corn fairy tour where if you win that or then you're automatically into the PGA. Do you think that there's an opportunity with maybe, you know, you tied with a team or, you know, somebody that the guys that do win kind of f- – Get maybe a, either some support or a ride out of it. Is, do you think that that's even possible? in some in of those facility? guys already
2: have, like Kyle Peters. And like this, those guys already have some well, rides. Um, there could well, be some. Yeah, we've brands. got the Ty
9: Lube. I mean, the yeah. Thai, yeah, the Ty Lube. There's the Ty Lube team. So that's that's kind of happening already. And well, yes, i, think, I, I think, think
3: more of kind of like a maybe more of a factory level. Oh
2: well,
9: yeah, I see what that's you're saying. That's up to the that's up to the factories. And then that's all based on, do they see, you know, do they see, do their sponsors and them see impressions? Do they see, uh, you know, do they see return? Um, is it, and that's just for them to decide, is it better to be a number one, two or three arena cross guy where they're getting this many um, views or to be a 10th through 15th Supercross guy where they get that many views. And that's a hard, that's a hard, uh, that's hard to, to discern and decide, but, um, but that's coming that, I mean, that, that is, we're at least putting it out there as, as, as yeah, this is what we're going to have. This is what you can get. And at least we're in the, at least we're in the conversation. That's, that's the first step.
2: Very cool. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of things, like with the schedule, I noticed that Texas is not on the schedule this year. Is there certain, is there anything in particular why certain cities don't make it? Is it because of the new deal or, uh, is it, I know you kind of add and, and take out cities different at different seasons, depending on probably availability and whatnot, but what, yeah. what, how does the schedule sometimes,
9: work? sometimes venues, I mean, it's just, it's just, a lot of times venues are just hard to come by. Yeah. Um, at this, at the exact right time or venues aren't affordable or, um, so, you know, a, a lot of it's that, Okay. Um, um the further north we go the you know they don't get to ride as much you know you guys in texas you know you can ride your round at every single track almost and so there's also that to to play in the factor
2: all right Um, so
9: so i yeah so i kind of we go we go around and and pick certain ones because yeah some of those some of those different factors
2: yeah i'm going to try to make the drive up to uh, the tulsa round i think especially if if steve if mathis comes out because i'd like to get him in our area a little bit and but uh if mathis comes because yeah. he mentioned maybe coming to tulsa i don't know that he will you just never know with that guy but i think i'm gonna try to hey, make the drive
9: to your point earlier what did uh not yours but your coast point scotty yeah he, scotty sorry scotty man ask if i think if there was something else that we had to do um there was one thing that came up and we it was kind of a group effort between me and, and the Fox uh, people and then all, and, and actually the producer. And um, and then. Um, uh, but that thing is, is that they wanted to see some some form of amateur racing.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: And so is so whenever you go to a races or people that aren't necessarily big fans, whenever they come out and you see 50 CC riders all the way through the pros. You know what they come? out A lot of people come out saying that they like the most kids. Yeah, the kids exactly. So we pay, so we come up with we've only got forty two minutes in a show in a one hour show, and all the pro racing takes up every single one of those minutes. So we kind of dialed that you know worked a little bit that around. Um, we finagled it a little bit to be able to work in the sixty five open class. So. That means that the 65 open class. If you're on that front on that gate, man, we're going to be doing minutes on FS1, FS2, national TV, um, and we've got a bunch of national level kids that have com- that have committed to doing a lot of these races. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're I'm going to bring we're that. going to be able to bring amateur racing because that's what that's what the Hoosier Arena Cross has been about is is amateur racers coming up. That's where Kevin yep. Morantz, he yep. was, he was our intermediate champion, right? Local kid. And, and um, so we're about that. So we're going to keep that going on in whatever TV, TV package we get going forward.
2: Was there ever discussion of mixing it up and doing the 85s too? Why the 65s specifically?
9: So everybody thinks that because it was, they were leaning towards, we were leaning towards the 50 class. Okay. But the 50 class can't jump most of the features. Sure. there's There's some that can, there's one or two. Um but the sixty five still looks I mean again, we're try, we're th- what you're thinking about is what you're trying to bring in is you and I are dyed in the wool motocrossers, we'd watch people on golf carts race around a track if <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, if probably, we want, yeah. right? If yeah, the yeah. race was there. Yeah. What we're trying to do is get the most amount of eyeballs that are not uh, niche motocross fans. That's what they're that's what we're trying to get to tune in. And so again, uh, the 65 looks the mo- the youngest. The 65 rider still looks the youngest, but can still do a lot of the jumps and still be entertaining. Okay. that's why that class was that's why that class was chosen. Makes
2: that sense. Makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, hey Jay, one of our listeners just texted me. He's up in Missouri area and uh, said that you're uh, you do some circle track racing yourself. Is that right? Uh
9: huh. Yeah, have all my life. Like flat
2: flat track. Like uh, what speedway? What kind of bikes do you like? Are you running flat track? No, 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 no,
9: no, no. no. He means car racing. Oh, dude. Okay. That's (laughs) yeah, yeah. I've been on a flat track bike one time in my life, and I learned a new respect for flat track racing. Oh, I bet.
2: Um, What kind of what class do you run? Like I, I grew up with my dad running like modifieds and uh, Uh like IMCA modifieds, and then when he he first got into it in the early '80s, he was in like stock cars. You know, just they call it super stock or whatever. But um, I grew up around old so, so Track.
9: I, yeah, right. So I cut my teeth on what's called outlaw sprint carts, which okay. is what Kyle Larson. Yeah, which is what Kyle Kyle Larson came up on. I was the first dealer in the Midwest. And he stayed out of of California for QRC carts, and then and then I raced them too. I've actually raced against Kyle Larson at the Tulsa Shootout twice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's like 12, and uh, he was 12, and I'm 35, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <yep.
2: laughs> yeah, of
9: course. Uh, so that was cool. But um, then I went on to sprint cars oh, 360, God. 360 sprint cars, and I didn't have a lot of backing. It was, and I saw that I was going to be a poor man very soon if I yep. continued that sport. Yep. Um, and so now I just enjoy it's called Legends Cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've enjoyed that for, I see I was I was national number five in two thousand and thirteen. I quit for five years and now I'm back at the local track, which we have some of the best drivers in the dirt and on dirt in the nation. We're Dude, that is sprint a, car. We're country. having a lot of fun. I yeah,
2: that you know, I love this sport, but as far as just racing in general, I, I think sprint car racing is my favorite. Um, I am I was a huge yep, slamming you. Sammy Swindell fan. That's my yep. guy. Uh, yep. I, I grew up like when we were in Northern California going to silver dollar and seeing Brad Doty mm-hmm. and Steve and Steve Kinzer, you know, in the old yep. silver bullet cars. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, love, I know a lot of people prior tuning out right now, but I love <laughs> dirt track dude to watch Sammy Swindell come through the pack, dude, Scotty, you know you're shaking seen, your head because you don't no, know a lot about it. I think, but I no, that's not what I was.
3: Think I've, about I've doing seen 110 it. miles let's, let's an let's hour,
2: eat. like around a, almost a track, not much bigger oh, yeah. than a, a high school. I know what it is. I've, I've seen it. It's so nuts. Do 120 miles an hour sideways. Yeah, no, race. it's crazy. I've been to one. It rains oh, dirt. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's. I love it. I, you know, there's a, a, some other people in our sport, Jay, that are pretty big into that. Like Andy Gregg, who owns Guts Racing. Uh, he's a yeah. big sprint car fan out there. I think he runs Chico a lot and
9: uh michael really? i'll have to talk about it so last the last two years i've become all over the phone pretty good uh talk, you know they're sponsors of ours so yeah, to handy yeah. a lot and he's so a big say, time sprint think? car
2: racer i think he just oh, awesome. i think he just did his last race i think he's saying he's retiring but um yeah he was a like i think a multi-time wow. track champion uh and <laughs> that you know the west coast and then um Michael Antonovich, who works for Swap Mode Live,
6: yeah, he grew yeah. up
2: like Knoxville. He is a huge open wheel guy.
9: Oh wow! Yeah, he's coming out to he's coming out to Topeka. To oh cool! Um, this weekend, yeah, I think he told me he was coming out to the first one.
2: Nice. Well, I'm gonna text so, him. Yeah, he's a great, great guy and a huge open wheel guy. You start talking so, to him about Knoxville. That was like his vacation last year.
9: So let me circle this back around to motocross Okay, regarding what you're talking about, sprint cars. So I come out of the sprint car world. I race motocross also most of my whole life. I started on dirt bikes when I was a kid and everything, but what I saw in the ASCS, for those of you out there, that's the 360, there's four tens would be like, uh, I guess four tens would be like supercross and three sixties would be like arena cross or, um, and uh, so the so this 360 class called ASCS um, Nationals, they were tremendous. What amazed me is that they took racers that um, and they branded them so well that you knew you know who Jack Brian Brown is, and you know who these guys are if you're in the sprint car world, and yep. they just pretty much race uh as they race three the 360s all the time and then whenever the just like guys from arena cross jumping up to supercross they they hit a world of outlaws race which by the way that's where our kind of our name's coming from because we're not ama yeah, we're now yes. the outlaws which so is we're more, the yeah. arena so so we're the arena cross outlaws i love it okay? i love it and I'm an AMA member and I love the AMA. I love everything they do. Okay. I'm, not, I'm absolutely not anti AMA. You won't hear a bad word come out of my mouth about it because I love what they do. I think they're very, very, but we're not right. So out of that, we can make some choices and do some things a little bit different. And uh, so, but, but the point is, is that they branded these guys and, and these guys do very well. And out of that branding, they're able to make money. Yep. I and it's a co branding and that's what I preach to a lot of my guys and everybody around is okay, listen, hashtag your stuff, hashtag my stuff. Every time we get more on there, hashtag your podcast. Guys share the love. Together we can every one of us together if you sit there and you think you're on an island and and you're not and you're if you're going to a race and you're not hashtagging the racetrack that you're going to, you're doing it wrong, in my humble opinion. You should be, you should be hashtagging it and giving them love and going back and forth. And out of this, we can make a bigger splash. That's the problem with motocross is we're a small, finite little small, finite, uh, niche within the sporting industry. And we are, we are racers who race, uh, a, a, we're not a team sport. So we're all kind of geared to be of our own person. But if we'll sit there and and sit there and tag everybody. And we can do that through social media. So awesome. And everybody will work on that. I'm telling you the impressions we could make five times more impact, 10 times more impact in our sport to get out. And everybody wants the money back in the sport. And yep. they need to do, then that's some of the things they need to do. And I'll get off my soapbox, but I <laughs> no, really it's great. Feel like that. And I, I really do. I feel like that. And that's what our guys are doing. Um, they're hashtag and it's all over the internet about the Hoosier uh, tire arena cross outlaws because they're hashtagging about it and we're going to, and we're doing it and we're getting those impressions and then we're getting c- companies that want to come on and then we're turning around, giving that money back, the, the product and all that kind of stuff back to the racers. I love it, man. I'm, yeah, that was, that was perfect. Go ahead. You got another question? Yeah, I Scotty? just
3: got one more. So, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, you're, you're, you're making riders and you want to see them be better and then go to the supercross series. So, who who do we need to keep an eye out in this year's Supercross? That's that just graduated from your series. Who's a couple of names we need to look for?
9: How about we do it in reverse? How about we look at the guys that are? I don't know exactly what you're asking.
3: Oh, like so you the, know you know the guys that you know you're you're you kind of wanted to make yours a stepping stone to go oh, to Supercross. Yeah, so has what, anybody moved well, up? Kevin Morantz seen...
9: Kevin, is, Kevin yeah. is okay. the first name that comes. Yeah. you know he's the that's the biggest name right now. What yep. there what's happening kind of in reverse is a lot of the guys that were focusing on arena cross they are I mean, on, on supercross they're coming back and they're saying, okay, I was trying to be a big fish, um, you know, or a small, I was a small fish in that big pond. I think I could do something pretty cool in this arena cross thing. And I do have a list of those guys.
3: Uh, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Go yeah. for it.
9: So, I mean, it's going to be so killer. We've little, I counted up through this list. Any one of these guys could win. Okay. You've got, I mean, you, you've got the cycle zone KTM team, with Drake Bailey and Dylan Cloyd, um, and that, that's Jeff Crutcher's team. And um, then you Red line's got Brock Lassiter, and he's a top Loretta's kid that's moving up to pro. Um, Ty Lube's got the Isaiah, he's got Isaiah Clark, and um, and then we have got our two-time champion Michael Hicks, very underrated, very not very well-known rider. He just kind of keeps to himself, but I'm telling you, whenever he gets rolling, uh, he's very very hard to beat. Um, some of the guys that would be there in, in and out would be Kevin Morantz, uh, Kyle Peters, Cullen Park, um, gosh, Kyle Bitterman. You mentioned Michael uh, Essie
2: too on Pulp, I think. Is Mike.
9: It? Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Michael Essie will be at some of the rounds. So all those are guys are coming in, but I'd be, I mean, you've got old arena cross guys like Travis Sewell. That guy's mm-hmm. over 30 and he can still come in if he gets a good gate. I watched it last year. He can still win. Oh yeah, um, I, he did. Yeah, and very he, talented, and, and he he did. Uh, Chase Marquier is coming on the series full time this year. That's yeah, that's good news. Yeah, Preston Taylor is a local. Uh, he's an Iowa kid that's been really working hard this year. I bet he's re- he was all he was super consistent last year. I bet he gets on the he gets on the top of the block a lot more. Um, you go through that list, and I'm leaving out a lot of guys, right? Uh, and and it, well, you got. Well, I said Isaiah Clark, I've got Brandon Walters. Those are two young kids right there. Every one of those kids is capable of I call them kids cuz I'm 52. I, hear you. <laughs> I feel every that. One the, every one of those kids, they're capable of they're capable of winning, man. I mean, they are. It's going to be good, start. man. Yeah. yeah there's going to be guys that don't make the main event that could win
2: oh yeah it's going to be good I, i'm excited <laughs> for you jay you that's
9: been, how stacked yeah. it is
2: man you've been coming on the show for about four years now man and i I'm, I'm excited for you so it's i can't wait um i'm definitely gonna make a. we scotty we just need we, to figure we need out to, to, uh, to make Tulsa. yeah set.
3: let's do it i'm i'm in i've been i've always wanted to do one that'd be perfect yeah. um
2: i'm in okay um i we'll think it's cool that we're making it's like the, what seven hours from us six hours yeah. Also? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. Ain't nothing.
3: Uh, I, I'm just glad to see that that there's going to be battles again. You know, I would I'd love to watch the Kicker Arena Cross, but it's the same two guys. Yeah. Every weekend, I like that you're bringing it on TV yep. and you're bringing in the the fact that there's going to be battles. So I think that's awesome. Awesome.
2: Well, Jay, we got to wrap this thing up, man. But I am excited for you, dude. I think the series is gonna it's gonna be show, it's you're gonna your hard work over the last few years is going to be shown finally.
9: Well, I appreciate that. I, 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 feel, I, I really do. I appreciate you guys letting me come on here. I'm humbled by that. And it's, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you and, uh, Claremore, anybody out there to this weekend. Yeah. Just look at the round that's close to you. If you can't make the whole series, guys, just come on out and race, race one weekend with us. You'll see, I think you'll get, I think you, you might like it. You might love it.
2: I'm excited, man. I think some people are going to really get involved with this and it's going to be, it's going to be really a good deal. So man, thank you again for coming on tonight.
9: Okay, thank you guys. Talk to you soon,
2: Jay. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right, I want to thank Jay Reynolds. Um, All right, let's talk about a couple more of our sponsors. We're going to get checkers on here in just a second. Our Jerky, the Wageman's Family Motocross Roots Run Deep. Visit EATR, that's the letter R, -R EATRjerky.com to see all the flavors available like the popular 7 Deuce Deuce Black Pepper Beef Brisket, My Favorite, Sizzling Hot, Teriyaki, and more. Use promo code... Moto XPOD 21 to save. Guys, go support the Wadesman Brothers, man. Get you some jerky, uh, whether you're watching football, supercross, going to be starting up, arena cross, all that good stuff. Just hanging out the house on the weekend, whatever. Got to get you some beef jerky. It's killer stuff. It supports the brothers, RJ and Robbie, and it supports us. It helps the show by using that discount code. It helps us out. They, they continue to be a sponsor. We'll try to get some more to give away real soon. And of course, Extreme Colors. If you guys want a custom painted helmet, visit or email xk for extreme colors xk helmet painting at gmail.com his hel- helmets retail for 3.95 but if you mention the show you get a $50 discount it pays to listen extreme colors um let me reach out to checkers we'll get him on in just a second we're going to keep recording. It, what's going on on youtube anything good
3: uh yeah they a lot of people are saying that they like the content that we got from jay over what he did on pulp Oh, nice! A couple of people said that uh, that that they're definitely better on here. That he's uh, he's we saw more of his personality stuff like that. Yeah,
2: so. yeah. Well, he, he knows us a little better, and you know, Steve. That was first time for Steve have, talking to him. So when
3: when is that Tulsa round? Do you know?
2: Um, I can look in a minute. Okay. Well, I guess we'll we'll wait while we're waiting on checkers to give me a, to answer. Let me pull it back up. I just had it a minute ago that's that's definitely one of my bucket list things yeah. to do,
3: and I'm I'm definitely gonna I definitely want to go try okay. race one.
2: Uh, okay, hang tight. My vision's going.
3: Like, what do you mean? Like, as you're getting old, you yeah,
2: can't see. Yeah.
3: You have to start getting some readers. Tulsa's not even on
2: here. Maybe he meant Claremont. I think Claremont. I think he did say that Claremore. Okay, so Claremore is December third and fourth. I think that's near Tulsa. Just, yeah. Maybe. Okay. So December third and fourth. I could
4: probably be done for that.
3: Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll put it on the calendar at work. So that's the one we're going to shoot for then. Yeah, I think Claremore must be I, – I, I think it's – I believe it's close to Tulsa. Maybe that's why I thought that. Uh, why is Trent – Trent Marr just sent me a ha-ha-ha. I don't know what that was about. What are you laughing at, Trent, from Moto Limited Show? Hey Trent, where the hell's Nick been, dude? Like the Nick. Yeah, he was always in, and now I haven't heard from him. In I a while. think he's working a lot, but he's not in our group text hardly a, anymore. He, he yeah, stopped I, giving me notes on Pulp, which I told him he didn't have to do.
3: I uh, anyway, I reached but... out to them and talked about that yeah. uh, that I wanted to come up to, to talk on their show too. And
2: Are you asked to be on their show? Yeah. Wow. Why? No, you don't. Can I please be on your show? No, I didn't say that. I said I would. I, please. I, I worded
3: it better than that. It is not wine. I,
2: now, now they feel. What if they don't want you on their show? Well, apparently they don't because I haven't been on there. And, yeah, and you reach out, and that makes them feel like, well, now we've no, got to have so I, did, I didn't. I
3: Whoa, wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Wow. Reverse. I just talked to them about. I said, thank you for their support of our show. Yeah. I liked what they did with their show. And if they ever wanted somebody to talk on the show from you know from anything else i just said hey i would love to i would love to talk to you guys you know i would love to be on the side that doesn't ask questions that gets to, to get the questions asked after them man
2: what's wrong with it you're being guess, you're, there's really you're nothing making wrong with it i guess but like
3: i'm not I mean, being weird and you're making me feel like i'm being weird when
2: i'm not that's being That's my goal yeah so it's okay working.
3: yeah i guess i don't Everybody know let him know how weird. please is. please let me have some support on the youtube yeah. chat like People was, have
2: reached out and asked to be on the I show did, too, but it's I did oh, can I please be on the show? I did not no, worry like that. That of was it not. doesn't love you talking. It enough. was very,
3: it was very professional. We'll, we'll and, see what Trent says about that. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Throwing
3: shade over there? Hell
2: yeah, I am. Uh,
3: I, I, I guess is I guess I got to pay my dues.
2: Hello, hello, checkers. Can you hear me?
7: Yes, sir. Oh, cool.
2: What's up, man? Checkers from Race Tech. Uh, if you guys listen, you know you've heard Checkers on the wrap-up show. He uh, is a major sponsor. Race Tech is a major sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show. You guys all know about Race Tech. Checkers, what's up, dude?
7: I just finished up some dinner with my good buddy Cody Gilmore's in town. So, nice. So uh, we grabbed, grabbed a quick dinner, and um, we're catching up, doing, take, telling some old war stories, you know, that kind right. of thing. And then uh, I guess we have some exciting news for the Moto X Pod Show, huh? Yeah, I want to
2: get into that in a second. But the first thing I want to ask you about is – how did you discover how good you are at air Because that scares the shit out of me when I see those pictures.
7: I really, I really don't know. Okay. Um, I could do them back in the day, like when I when I actually took racing serious, but it was never like a big deal. Um, and then when I started riding again, I eventually decided that we were going to do some goon riding. Even though, honestly, when I started riding again, I just riding with goon riding i just happened to have good form still but everything else like i was real slow and (laughs) sketchy so um i did when i saw a picture and and we, we laughed a little bit and people thought it was cool and then actually um speaking of cody he came up here the last time he was on a dirt bike probably two years ago and just for fun one of our buddies was standing in the middle of the track at meadow valley the track down the road from melville and we did a side-by-side air wheelie and it's like my favorite picture ever actually I have it painted here in my office um my buddy kip davis that you met up at the brayton race yeah, so he yeah. Painted that for me yeah he's awesome um, of, kid art right? Cody what's, and I. what's his yeah.
2: instagram kid art or uh, kd art kd art uh, yep
7: yeah kd art um kip davis he painted it for us and um, so from that point on i just kind of went with it and i didn't realize how big they were so i started seeing pictures of them <laughs> yeah and then i love the comments now that i get of dude we thought you were gonna die we thought you were gonna crash because honestly it doesn't scare me at all um it scares me a little bit going off the lip but once i'm in the air like i know i'm fine i'm good um Uh, so i just so i just stick with it you know and um it's kind of become become my thing i got my own little sticker mascot yeah yeah (laughs) so I, um, i have fun riding dirt bikes and it gets a little bit of attention which is cool so um i'm just building a brand that's what we're doing
2: i love it dude i love seeing the little um like the photoshop pictures that they're kind of poorly done of you like doing the leap next to you know like cooper webb or something i don't even you know it's just it's great i, I you're i laugh at your uh, ig all the time
7: absolutely i mean that's the point is if yeah. it makes people smile and make people laugh that's the that's the whole goal of it um I don't take racing seriously at all. I mean, I barely line up behind the gate. Now I like to ride and spin laps, but if it makes someone laugh or brightens their day a little, then I did my job. And, and I mean, that's how I want to be at the racetrack too. Yeah. When I'm around is, I want to be a positive person to be around and, and make things fun. And we joke that I'm the hype man at Riverside all the <laughs> sure. time but, Yeah, and uh, fire everybody up. So that's, that's what I want to do.
2: Hey, and the best way to uh, honestly, to talk about how good race tech suspension must be. Cause I have yet to get race tech suspension done on my bike, but not, we don't need to talk about the pro, Scotty. We need to talk about Checkers is a big boy, and he is ripping these huge wheelie nose or uh wheel. What am I? Air, air wheelies. Air wheelies. I think I keep saying nose wheelie, but air wheelie jumps. And like h- h- he's not crashing, bike's taking it. So they must know what the hell they're doing. Because if it was me, I'd die. We already saw what I did, you know, on Blue Crew a couple years ago on somebody else's bike. <laughs> So, must not have had. Yeah, see,
3: I'm used to being on bikes that make you do that unintentionally.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So we talked earlier today. We've been talking a little bit over the last week. Checkers, and um, I guess you have an announcement today, or we have an announcement to make.
7: Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean it kind of came up um as a joke and organically a little bit in a, a Twitter conversation. I think it was a wrap up show
2: because I was like, Yeah, you, you guys don't so maybe it was IG. I guess it was IG. Yeah, yeah,
7: no, it was. You're you're correct. Yeah, okay. It was
2: um think it flowed into Twitter, I think, after that or IG, but yeah.
7: And I mean I've I've tuned into the show a handful of times on YouTube and it's growing. Um I've gotten to know dark side a little bit and I think it's time that race tech steps in. I mean we we sponsor the Pulp Show, and I sponsor Daniel Blair's Janky Show, and I figure <laughs> that we should probably add the Moto X Pod to the list of shows that we're sponsoring um, for all of 2022, and I guess we're starting it a little early with a with a little bit of bonus. So yeah, that's super exciting, and um, it sounds like you're working on some cool ideas, and, and we're going back and forth a little to provide some content for the listeners, and we'll probably do some giveaways and cool stuff like that too, because why not?
2: I love it, man. How, how exciting is that, Scotty? The sponsors are coming on board for 22. The show's growing. That means more races that we get to get to. And uh, I'm so excited to have race tech and checkers a part of that.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, anything any kind of support, you know, I, I'm I came from like not being any kind of guy. So to come and be able to still, still aren't. I know I'm not, but to be able to sit here and be a part <laughs> of something that people like race tech so and all true. these other sponsors are are, are doing, yeah, yeah, it makes it that's why, you know, that's why I come out. It makes it worth it to me and I and I it's a cool and an accomplishment to me to be a part of these things with you guys.
2: Yeah. Checkers. It still blows my mind that somebody like yourself and a company like race tech would even want to support our show. Like it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor, man, honestly.
7: Well, it's definitely super cool to watch it grow and watch the dedication to it. And i mean, going through a move and all of that stuff and resetting up the studio is, it doesn't make things easy, right? No, it does not. You're right about that. Uh, It'll grow more if, if we can get you to more races and such. I mean, we're uh, we're all about grassroots support, and that's actually something that I want to focus on even more going into next year. With um, we have all these great race tech centers and such around the country, right? And they're at the tracks on the local level every weekend. And I'm not even talking like amateur national stuff. They're at your mom and pop ran grass track in the backyard yep. type races, sure. you know. And some, and of course, the bigger ones as well. Um, and that that segment in motocross is growing so much right now, and we want to take advantage of that by by putting some support there. So I'm sending care packages out to all of these different racetracks that you've probably never heard of type of deal. And, you know, we sponsor all the way up to the pro side. We sponsor the privateers. We don't spend a big check on a race team. Instead we spend that support in our efforts going across more, a bigger volume of guys and that grassroots kid. That's, that's just putting it all out there and probably works a job during the week, at least during the summer, that type of thing. And, you know, our goal is always to, to build someone to be better and to reach their goals and you're kind of that privateer guy in the podcast world, right? Like you're, you're working hard to build up, to be better. And, you know, I've, I like a good story and I like to support good people and, you know, people want to do business with good people. And if you meet the people at race tech, they're like family to me. And um, I like to look at myself and think that I'm a pretty good person yeah, and, yeah. Um, and you fit right in that mix. You know, I, I sent out an invite to you to come up to all the way up to Iowa at one point, um, basically right in the middle of, covid stuff and and you took a trip up on and i got to meet you and it was really cool of you to go out on a limb just on on coming up there and and taking a chance on an event that i was working with and and such and um that's that's stuck with me and been appreciated and um obviously we've gotten to know each other a little bit doing the wrap-up show and stuff so i'm super excited about the relationship and i think it's a good way for me to me to reach your listeners and our company to reach your listeners and and hopefully they'll start choosing race tech and I suppose I should probably get a Moto X pod coupon code set up as well, huh?
2: Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get one. Hopefully we can push that thing.
7: Absolutely. So that'll be set up. I can actually, I'll do that right when we get off the phone here tonight. So it'll be set up ready for business tomorrow morning. Um, If you mention Moto X pod show, when calling or emailing, ordering race tech suspension or engine stuff, you'll be able to, uh, to get a discount there on, on parts and labor.
2: I love it, dude. I'm so excited. Like I really am. I'm just, it's been a good night, man. This has been a fun show. This whole show has excited me. I'm excited to have Race Tech on board. And, um, like I said, it, it, it's hard to express what it means to me to have companies like yourselves or Fly Racing reach out and want to be a part of this and be willing. It just, it it's, it makes me want to keep doing it. You know, there's those times when I'm, you know, checkers, you kind of know what the, things have been rough, life up peaks and valleys, as I say. And, um, sometimes you think, God, is it even worth doing this anymore? And, um, it really is i guess it really is it keeps me <laughs> motivated
7: absolutely i mean it's a constant it's a it's a grind but if you take a step back and look at it and see where it's come from and, and where it's grown to and you know being able to get credentials at supercrosses and stuff like that that's a yep. big deal and for sure they don't just give those out to anyone and um you know for us I'd, I'd rather get in now and then you know your listeners know that we're part of the show and, and we're here for the long haul you know we're not a a come and go company like that would say long-term commitment when we do stuff and i mean that's anything that we do because again it's all about relationships so i mean if you look at like our support riders and stuff like that it's it's guys that are with us for a long long period of time i mean we have some of the oldest guys in the field because of that if you look at like a ben lemay or a chris blose or like guys like that that um that swear by the product they trust us and i mean we've been with them for for years and years
2: so badass checkers thank you so much man honestly from the bottom of my heart
7: absolutely well we're stoked about it and um i'm sure that that i can sneak my way on here more often hell yeah <laughs> anytime you want dude yes and um do some bench racing which is always a good time and i mean i'm looking to do anything right now to pass the offseason thank <laughs> goodness the gps have been amazing to watch because yeah. otherwise i'd be going nuts especially without all the off season races and such and right um, I'm excited to go back and listen to what Jay Reynolds had to say, because I'm excited about that series kicking off um, this weekend. I do have um, the rip and rut cycle zone KTM team going out there with, um, with Jeff Crutcher and uh, Dylan Cloyd and uh, Drake Bailey, as well as Preston Taylor rocking the number two plate is um, another one. of My race tech kids that'll be out there. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm sure I have other guys that'll show up and, and do battle right in the Midwest. That's kind of the heart of, of where I'm from and, um arena crosses near and dear to my heart from from my past racing days so that should be pretty cool dude
2: exciting thank you man i uh, just yeah I'm, I'm still floored right now from it all so i uh i appreciate you we'll definitely get you on here more and we'll do some bench racing for sure
7: absolutely well thank you again for having me on and again moto x pod show um just moto x pod is what i'll set up the coupon code as okay um, that'll be a discount on parts and labor if you call or email. Just. Um, let them know that and they'll get you a quote set up if you want to email it sales at racetech.com otherwise just visit racetech.com and all that informa- information should be there all right um, and my email is chris chris at racetech.com if anyone has any questions or needs some help
2: oh thank you man i think scotty has a listener question for yeah you, you,
3: you said you're trying to pass some time oh. in his off season based off of what i've just the instant feedback of what i've read on some of the youtube chat stuff um, it sounds like there needs to be an air contest between you, Ronnie Mac, Brett Q, Trey Kennard, and uh, somebody even said throw Grandpa Earl in there. That uh, oh, the, Dino, Dino yeah. yeah, throw Dino in there. So maybe you know, maybe put something together for that.
7: <laughs> you know what's actually funny about that is um, um, Brett Q has has joined the Stormy Conda Army with me, and okay. one of the things that we're talking about was um, at the Justin Brayton shootout, which I helped promote up in Iowa, that um, that we might just have to have an air competition. So if if ronnie would like to show up or trey and um and try their talents out or anyone else for that matter um i don't know if you if you get a chance to go on on the instagram grant harlan actually busted one out and he's he's working on practicing up for it as well so i think we'll invite him in there um it was pretty cool grant had a uh, a pretty good weekend so I was pretty stoked for him i've gotten to know him a little bit yeah he's, and, good, dude. Uh, he's great to great to bench race with and and busted out an air wheelie in my honor. So that was pretty cool. So I think I'll have to invite him in on it, but I'm all for it.
2: Well, we, uh, we'll we put the challenge out. We need to get yeah. that thing together. Maybe we can get Wes and uh, Troy Dog over at Verb to help put the thing together. And with with all the different people that we know, we should, yeah, that could be a fun thing we could do.
7: Yeah. It has to be off a vet-friendly jump, though, because I don't really <laughs> want to hit a ramp. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm with you on
2: that, man. All right, Checkers. Thank you so much, buddy. buddy.
7: Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All
2: right. Talk to you soon. See ya. bye all right that was checkers um so we were about to wrap this thing up we still got to talk about donuts so sorry tj we're still going man we're still going uh but hey trent trent all the way from australia wants to jump on real quick so let's see if we can get him to answer find out where nick's been Trentmar, What up, mate?
8: Happening.
2: Not much, man. What are you doing right now? What time is it over there? Down there?
8: Mate, it, it is quarter to twelve.
2: Midnight or it's noon? Daytime.
8: No, daytime, mate. Jesus.
2: Lunch. Yeah, oh, that's right. You're in the future. I keep I forgetting, like, way in the future.
8: Yeah, mate. It's, uh, what is it, Wednesday today? Thursday. Wednesday. I can't remember what day it is. Yeah, I think it's Wednesday. It's Tuesday
2: here, here so yeah.
8: Yeah, we're Wednesday, mate. It's a great, great day Wednesday so far, so you guys better look forward to it.
2: How, yeah. <laughs> How's the Moto Limited show going, man? You did a new show, like, last night, or?
8: Yeah, Monday night for yep. us, uh, which is Sunday for you guys. Uh, we did a did a show, so we're, uh, yeah, man, we're trying hard to, to keep the content going, I guess, while our, everything's sort of on hiatus, uh, racing-wise. Um, but, yeah, we got some, Cool stuff going on with that. We've been doing some. Well, Nick's been busting out some uh one on one podcasts. We're about to drop an Ollie Stone one. Who nice, you had uh Derek Dwyer on. So, we uh here we got Ollie Stone sort of just breaking down his departure from PC and uh heading over to Gas Gas to be partial mechanic.
2: That's awesome, dude. Yeah, you guys have been killing it, man. I hope, I hope, just like us, I hope your show's growing. The listeners are, are finding out about it after all the uh. The press conferences and you know and all that good stuff that, that your your name's getting out there.
8: Yeah, we're trying hard. We're trying hard. And I wanted to address the Scotty uh being on the show.
2: We do have
8: <laughs> we do have plans, but we've uh we're just launching more of a US based podcast, which that. when we sort of break down more of the US stuff. Yeah. And, uh Definitely have to get Scotty on of that. Thank you. Hey, please tell Darkside that
3: it. I was very professional in my Instagram post. I didn't, <laughs> didn't whine to be on your guys' show. He's throwing shade at me, and I don't and I don't like it.
2: Please, Trent. Stop. Please. <laughs> no, 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 he
8: was good, Darkside. He did like. I mean, we've all done it too. I guess yeah, where we I know. started, we we did the same thing, and I I was like, it's cool that we actually had somebody reach out to us and ask to be on our show. Like normally we're trying to chase people, you know. So yeah. Um, it was cool. It's just, yeah, we've been trying to work it in. Our live show is a little different now, so um, I'm like, I'll wait until we get this uh, this uh, U.S. one off the ground and, and really in Scotty's wheelhouse and uh, trying to talk about Australian stuff, Scotty. Uh, there's not much going on, so it wouldn't be real easy to be talking about, it, that's for sure.
2: Awesome.
3: Well, dude. I, I just want to say I appreciate the consideration yeah. and, and
2: appreciate you guys. So He actually sent me a text. He actually sent me a text. He said, I'm not letting Scotty on without you because Scotty can't hold his own.
8: <laughs> that's fake news he's, no, fake it he, news.
3: might be, it he's, might be. He's, he ate some uh, some hater aid or had d- hater aid before the that's show or like something balls
2: man yeah. it's fun so where's Nick it. dude what's it. going on with Nick man I'm worried about my boy
8: uh, we've been busy dude As I said he's been doing those podcasts yeah um, which for us to get you guys at a decent time is like 2 a.m. in the morning. So he's been like sure. semi-sleeping and working. Like We still both have day jobs, which I'm currently driving at the moment. And, uh, yeah, he's just been super busy. And, and I have too. It's just trying to find the time to keep up with everything and also have a little break, I guess, from,
2: from yeah. it all at the same time it's not easy man well i i uh have really enjoyed getting to know you two over the, i guess the last year year and a half or whatever it's been man it's been cool yeah really hope things work out where you can get over here for a round i know it's going to be really tough but one day we got to well, get together
8: mate, it looks like a1 buddy we, uh, oh killer we're, yeah we're, we're about 98 percent done with being there for Anaheim one, so we're we're pumped! That'll be my first time in the U.S. And uh, Nick's been hyping it up a lot, so I'm really looking forward, to it. and especially seeing you there. And hopefully,
7: oh yeah, to get to see a
8: pony snip as well would be ideal <laughs> round out for our trip at a one.
2: Yeah, well, I haven't heard if Steve's found a venue yet, but either way, man, we're gonna hang out. We'll have to hit In and Out Burger, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna no, be a closed. good time, dude. Huh? They're closing them. I, I, I oh, we'll see. Okay. I don't see them closing all of them. Not I just, the one in I'm
3: Texas, not, but the one in Cali. I'm not is buying there.
2: that. All the ones, that, they're all, they're everywhere in Texas. It's like fucking McDonald's. No,
3: I said they're not closing Texas, but the ones in Cali I know. But here.
2: I'm saying they're like McDonald's in Cali. They're everywhere. I just, we'll see. I'm not buying. They're closing the doors, but we'll see. Um, Wait, well, anyway, Trent, dude, it's great talking to you, man. I look forward to hearing Scotty bring your show down. <laughs>
8: Jeez, Doc, that's <laughs> heavy. He might he might take over from you. We might just clippy clippy you out of the uh, oh, oh, right. limited
2: show. Eh? Oh, Alright, yeah. I mean I guess it could happen in, in a bizarro world. <laughs> no, Scotty's good, man. I just like giving him shit.
8: So Ah, uh, love it. Oh, we that's all we
2: do. You know us. We yeah. just give each other shit all
3: the time. So that's kind of this sport, you know. I, I it is kind of a ball busting sport. I like yeah. it.
2: It's fun. It's fun, man. All right, Trent, we're gonna let you go, man. It's great talking to you and uh, look forward to seeing you to Anaheim. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks for uh, getting me
8: on, and as I said, Scotty, we'll get you on soon, bud. Appreciate right. it,
2: man. Look forward to it. Take care, Trent. Watch right. out for those thanks. kangaroos.
8: I just dodge one, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. See you, Bye. Oh, I love those guys, man. Yeah, they're they're awesome. awesome. Okay, we are we're, we're long into the show. Hey, I, it was good though. Yeah, but let's let's finish the donut talk. Okay. If anybody wants to stick around, where I was going next was locally. We have a place that's become a chain called Shipley's Donuts. I don't know where the original one is, but the one one of the ones here in Longview has a Earl Campbell calacci, where they add pepper jack cheese and it's nice and melted. That is one of my favorite. You had mentioned calaccis. Uh, uh, well, I think you had mentioned pigs in the blanket. in the blanket, or the, the, same. Whatever, yeah. the same things. And that is one of my favorite with the melted pepper jack cheese. But then I go to like the Shipleys in Dallas, and they don't have that. So it's it's a local uh, thing, I
3: guess. But man, that's good. I'm. Uh... I'm gonna. I'm, I'm a. I'm a Shipley's hater. I do not. Really. I no. I don't. I okay. don't like the oral. I don't like the big pieces of money. I like the smaller ones.
2: You like the small weenies.
3: Yeah. I like okay. small weenies. That's all. That's all I can manage. Um. But I. I don't know. Like I. I. I don't like Shipley's. I think it's kind of overrated. I think that I like to just.
2: I like. Just because. But like everything. I want. I want to go or? in. I
3: want to go into the Donut Palace where it's an. It's an Asian lady. She's been in there since <laughs> two in the morning. Okay. And those donuts are fresh, right off, right yeah. off the press, and and they're awesome. Maybe
2: your Shipley's isn't the well. I mean, I, it's different owners, so I know it's not because one here is, they're fresh, man. They make them right. I'm not the, saying they're
3: not fresh. I just, I just think that the regular donut palaces are, are better.
2: Well, there's, there's, how more. do you there's, say you say this is so off moto? But where's everybody? At? Oh, I don't. know. How do you say the regular donut palace? Because the donut palace down the street is not the same as the donut palace. Exactly. The they're not all
3: good, but there's. But I just, think the good ones are better than Shipley's. I, that's what i'm saying
2: okay. i mean it's, you're making it sound like like this chain is better than others but it's, you're saying one or two in particular well yeah there's always one or two particular yeah. places I, like leon's is better stakes than if, okay if but. i'm
3: if i'm on a if if i'm on a trip to say i'm going going to even to go ride and i want to stop at donor Pass and i yeah. come into a little old little town like like this one, Gladewater, and I see two donuts places next to each other. I see the little locally one, and I see a Shipley's one. I'm going to the that's, hole. In, I'm going to the hole in the wall.
2: The donut, oh Shipley's, okay. I was saying because there, are, no, I'm saying the the hole in the wall donut yeah, yeah, yeah. palace. I'm going to that one okay. over the Shipley's. Side. All right, well. I Where's, if I can get that kolache that I like. I'm going there because that's yeah. their kolaches are.
3: Okay, bomb. we have we have a. a uh, Jake asked, "What is our favorite donut? Mine's an old fashioned, maybe a blueberry old fashioned. Changes
2: for me. Like I get plain cake, which is kind of boring. Yeah, everybody sometimes I some get cake. Donuts cake. Um, sometimes it's chocolate. It just depends on the day. But I'm, I'm not a like, like a cream sprinkle. filled or whatever. Oh, those are
3: good too. The I'm Bavarian cream filled.
2: Man, I'm sorry. That's. I don't I don't you need know, a mouthful I don't need a mouthful of cream. <laughs> you would take it there. Well, I just sorry, man. I don't roll like that, Scotty, but um I, I like cake best. I wish I could remember what I got at that Randy's place cuz there was like we got like three or four different types. I would have had
3: to get the the like a variety of yeah i got a whole
2: bunch of, and then amber was with me at the time and got a bunch of stuff i like stuff the,
3: and, i like the the old-fashioned ones are my go-to i like the the maple ones old are fashioned good they're good
2: i do like maple the, like the maple frosting yeah the yeah, maple yeah. frostings
3: yeah. ones are good sure. um and then a lot of times i just do a uh Dude, I bag want of donut donuts holes
2: now What's we like they' are they, donut holes at that place at randy's word we, we used know. to they, and you know i
3: I went. I grew up in, you know, all my friends were in a smaller town. There wasn't so like, funny. there wasn't much to go. So yeah. we would actually like when we were hanging out, in extracurricular, whatever you were doing, hanging out at the buddy's house. We would sometimes stay up until the Donut Palace opened <sighs> okay. to go get our to go get our, right our off food. The bat. Yeah, right, yeah. fresh donuts nice. right off the back. Yeah, it's 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 hard to beat that.
2: Okay, all right. Uh, um, do they have any more comments? Someone said
3: we... fresh Krispy Kremes are pretty good.
2: Krispy Kremes a good donut. I've it, never I fresh don't... though. It's just uh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I've never had them fresh. Like there's no Krispy Kreme place around right here. But I'll get them like at our, our grocery store, and they're, they're delivered, quote unquote, fresh that morning. If you can ever catch that fantastic. guy putting them in there, yeah. you grab one of those. Those, cause are, those are good hot. donuts. I agree. Uh,
3: let's see. Every, someone said something about uh, every In and Out has like an hour line right now with everyone supporting them. That was a In and Out talk. Okay. Um. What's your favorite? Yeah, that's. What is it? Wife, wife likes the cream filling long john. Garrett <laughs> yeah. said
2: that. Dude, so one of the guys I work with gets like a long john every day, and I was like, "What? Remind me what a long john is?" Because I I haven't had that in years. And he, it's like the vanilla cream or whatever. Yeah. So it sounded really good, like because I I do like vanilla pudding, and it kind of it sounds yeah, it's like kind of similar. like that. Dude, I bit into that thing and that <laughs> squirt of fucking vanilla cream, and I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> eat it, even if it tasted <laughs> good, which it kind of did. I couldn't bring. up really, like over, you're like you're a grown yeah.
3: ass man, and you Dude, had that it was, you had that it was thought. in my
2: mind. That that's yeah, it's it nasty. So enough.
3: funny. I don't. You might have just messed them up for me. Now, now I don't I know if so. I I don't know if I can eat one now. I hope so. I'm just gonna stick with yeah, my next old fashioned. Bite into it. You're
2: gonna be like, ugh, <laughs> got <a> mouthful of <laughs> that's semen. The,
3: that's the same way I am. Every, everybody's like, oh, these Bulba, the Bulba tea, the the I don't know. It's a new. It's it's okay, like the new coffee or whatever. It's like it's a Bulba tea thing. It has like these little pods of like flavor or whatever, and they. No, you're like little bulbs or bulbas, and yeah. then you then like you drink and it's got like a fat straw and like the, like you're supposed to like chew them and they like yeah. I, don't oh, know. I don't know what I'm you're not about. yeah I'm not a fan. Right. No.
2: All right, can we wrap up the donut talk? Are we done? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm not, no, that's, yeah, that's
2: kind of that's kind of about it. Yeah, let's wrap the donut talk up. All right. well, well, it was I a good conversation. A Cherby's USA, our, our title sponsor, Fly Racing, Expert Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky. Burm Lord's Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motorworks, Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, and now Race Tech. All on board with the Moto X-Pod show. Still working on a few more. Um, uh, yeah, I think we've got two or three more that we might have coming on board. i got to wait on some responses, but it's going to be a good year in twenty two. Visit our Patreon, uh, Patreon page if you can. Support the show. Once again, congratulations to Brandon Meeks on the fly hoodie, Congratulations to Andrew Malberg. Uh, again, I hope I'm saying that right. For the uh, getting the the this right here.
5: I hate school. I'm the only one in my family who doesn't like books.
4: I want to ride motocross. They will call me Mr. Moto Cross. You just let me go home. <laughs>
3: I'm going to have to go find that episode.
2: Uh, I just watched it literally, I think, last oh. night. It's season two. I I forget what episode it is now, but it's like maybe three or four. Okay. Season two. Um, for anybody that hasn't ever checked out that show. It's again, good. I, I, I talked about it. It's in the 70s, like um, very chauvinistic. There's some racist stuff in there. And for anybody that doesn't know Bill Burr's comedy, he's a white guy, and he's married to a black woman. So he's not a racist. Yeah, no. But he, he just goes back into the 70s uh, in the show. His wife, are, and they're fighting, and I think it was actually the same episode. There's another piece of audio. Actually, it's the exact same episode because it's right before the Mr. Motocross thing. This this little uh, audio comes. It's pretty funny.
5: Well, if I had a rubber 15 years ago, we wouldn't be here today. You said you had control. I said that in the missionary position. You're the one who turned
9: over.
2: <laughs> Such a great show. It is, it's, 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 it's animated. <laughs> F is for family. It's on Netflix. Three seasons. If you start watching it, you'll probably binge yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's good. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. You can't stop. It's so freaking funny. Other than that, uh, I think that's it. Moto X Pod show. No show next week. We'll see about the week after. We're out of here. Maybe Later, Later, guys.